really love. <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> The term shop and shart is the act of farting while shopping in a busy grocery store. The human rectum can distinguish between the sensations of a fart and a poop. But remember, don't always trust a fart. No, 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 no. Especially you get up to my age, you can't trust that. Good morning, ass family. And welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. It's pronounced Leonard Skinnerd. Fifty years ago yesterday, that record came out. The first record from the greatest American rock and roll band ever. Leonard Fucking Skinner. That should have been the name of the record. Leonard fucking Skinner. Man, oh man. You roll around town having Skinner playing out your car. People know not to fuck with you. You follow that up with some 38 special. Boy, oh boy. You get out of that car and you were wearing either a beech nut chewing tobacco t-shirt or a Dale Earnhardt shirt. You're probably the toughest guy in that county. Oh, man, yes, 50 years ago. But then I looked up this morning, and I looked at my wall, and the, the best gift that, that, that I've ever gotten, I think, from Braddy Kid is that um, we found the program from the first wrestling show I ever went to, and she blew them all up, and then I have them framed in my office. And today is the 41st anniversary of the very first wrestling show I went to. World-class championship wrestling, Star Wars at the Reunion Arena in downtown Dallas. Uh, It was August 15th, 1982. Fuck all y'all that weren't born yet. This was a gift for my upcoming 11th birthday in September. This was one of my gifts. My dad knew that I had started watching wrestling on Saturday nights, and he knew that I really liked it. And I didn't ask to be taken to this. They, they Dad just goes, here you go. And I was like, whoa, I'm going to get to see the Von Erichs wrestle? He's like, yeah, if, if, if that's who they are. Because he didn't know a lot then. He, he, was, he, was starting to, he was starting to ramp his coverage up of it too again because he grew up watching it. Back in the days of Gorgeous George and Bobo Brazil and all those guys, Luthez. I'll never forget, like, there are some things you always remember, and there's certain things about my dad that I always remember. And I remember he would never park on the lot. One time we parked by the courthouse in Dallas, which was like five blocks away from Reunion Arena. I don't know how I was fat as a kid. I really don't. My parents probably never took me enough to the damn doctors to get my uh, metabolism checked or something. Because we never parked on the lot. We parked so far one time over in front of the courthouse, five blocks over. Somebody stole our car battery. 
That's a true story. That's a hand-to-God story right there. The only place we ever got to park on the lot was um, was Cowboy was Texas Stadium. And the thing about Texas Stadium is, is that if you didn't want to pay, you could still park on the lot, but you had to park in BFE. We had to take two shuttle buses. Not one, but two. A shuttle would drop you off, and you're like, wait a second, the stadium's still that far. I got to walk there. Like, no, there's another shuttle. You have to take two shuttles. I do not know how I was fat as much as I walked as a kid. But I remember going to Reunion Arena. This was the first time I ever been to Reunion. Maybe we went once for a, a Mavericks game. I'm not sure. But I remember walking in there. I mean, all the people were in there, and it was awesome. I didn't know what to expect. Early matches, I, I loved this guy named Bugsy McGraw. He was awesome. My dad liked this manager named Gary Hart, Playboy Gary Hart. And he had Armand Hussein, and the great Kabuki was there. But, of course, the, 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 the legendary heroes of the town, the Von Ericks, were in town. The main event, I'll always remember the main event because Dad didn't get good tickets to this. Because my dad never got good tickets. Do you know why? Because my dad would survey the arena during the game to find out where people weren't sitting. And we would go down and sit in those seats. Unless we got into, like, some season ticket holders and they're like, oh, you can't sit here. We know the people are sitting here. Then we'd move again. But they, they, we had no season tickets here, so this was going to be easy for dad. And by the main event, which was Carrie Von Erich, the up-and-coming prodigy wrestler against the now 16-time world heavyweight fucking champion. I, I have to play it. I, I, I just, I, I have to play. I, I know Warbird is not here right now, uh, but this is in... in uh, it, you're talking to the Rolex wearing, Woo! diamond ring wearing, Woo! kiss stealing, yeah. wheeling dealing, Say it, baby. limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! Woo! Ric Flair, my very first wrestling match, Ric Flair. He's wrestling Kerry in a best of three falls match, best two out of three falls match. The NWA has sent a, a special referee to this. And this was the first time that I got to see color in a wrestling match. Ric Flair with his bright blonde hair. Kerry Von Erich put the claw on him, and when you get the iron claw applied, you bleed. And if you're Ric Flair, you bleed like a stuck pig. And I remember, I'm like, Dad, why, why is that happening? He's like, he's bleeding. I'm like, oh, my God, this is the greatest moment of my entire life. Thanks, Dad. And I remember it so vividly. So, yes, that happened 41 years ago tonight. Thanks, Dad. So there you go. There's my big wrestling update of the day. We'll say good mornings to people now. Uh, swoosh, first one here. <laughs> Good morning, Ash family. Happy Breakfast Taco Tuesday to you in the bodegas. Yes, indeed. Happy, happy uh, Taco Tuesday to you. Uh, Matt Hatter. Shitter was full. Mm. All right. Good morning to you, my friend. He says, good morning, asses. 
Well, good morning to you. I hope that you're doing well. Adam J. He says, Buenos dias, Arnie, and has family. Buenos dias, Rhino. It's t-shirt time? Well, it kind of is. T-shirt time. T-shirt time? Yeah. Well, it's hold on a second. No, we're not putting t-shirts on. I mean, you can put a t-shirt on, but today's t-shirt time, which is brought to you by our friends at 4t5printing.com. Go there right now. Ask family in the code, 20% off. I need your help because tomorrow, this, this is a magical week of anniversaries. First, we had Leonard Skinner. Well, we had Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Leonard Skinner, my first wrestling show. And then tomorrow's a tragedy. Tomorrow is the true day that music died. Tomorrow is the day that they put Elvis Aaron Presley in the ground. And I, 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 I put up there, I need some help trying to figure out which of my Elvis shirts to wear tomorrow. Do I wear the Elvis Tour 1976 shirt? No, I did not go. But it's Elvis and I can break the rule. That's the rule. You can't wear concert shirts of shows you didn't go to unless it's Elvis. You got the meeting between Rodney Dangerfield and Elvis, which I do love that shirt. And then you got, well, a lot of people are calling his mugshot, but it was his photo for his uh, honorary FBI badge because Elvis never got arrested. You don't arrest the king. So I got to figure out which shirt to wear tomorrow to honor the king. And if you're wondering, and if you're an Elvis hater, you're not going to like the music tomorrow. Just telling you that right now. But uh, good morning, Rhino. He says, cleaned up the Elvis file. Uh, check it out. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Looking forward to it. Please be a fart. Good, Darren. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. So good morning, ass family. Happy Tuesday. Slumroy. Now, now Slumroy, <clears throat> I gave you a walk-up yesterday. I didn't like it, though. So I, I, I spent yesterday thinking about this. You get one of these two. And then it, when and if our, our main man, Roy, comes back, he gets the other one. So, uh, Slum Roy, do you want this one? Oh, my little Roy toy. What is it about good sex that makes me have to crap? Now, now she says, oh, my Roy toy. What is it about good sex that makes me crap? Or do you want this one? There goes Roy, the best there ever was in this game. They, now, I cut out Hobbs because you're Slum Roy. You're not Roy Hobbs. So, I mean, this is from the natural. There goes Roy, the best there ever was in this game. Yeah, so there you go. It's between, it, one of those two is yours. And the other one goes to our main man, Roy. Uh, he says, good morning, ass family. Hope you're all doing well on this fine uh, taco Tuesday. Well, we hope that you are doing well as well. Freedom Girl says, good morning, ass family. Good morning to you. Uh, trash Panda all up in here. Oh, I love trash. So, good morning, ass family. It's Alley Day, so let's go. Yes, indeed, let's go. House of Pain says, good morning, ass family. Must be a day ending in why because Trump got indicted again. Yawn. We're going to talk about it. Uh, Aaron says, uh, good, um, today's going to be a good day, morning ass family. Well, good morning to you, my friends. Whoa, boy, stink fist. Says, good morning ass, blah, 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 A's lose, blah, 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 on with the show. 
Oh, the Rangers fucking whooped ass last night. 12 nothing over the Halos. Woo! Woo! 10 and 2 since the All-Star game. That's what we call in Fuego and the Astros lost. <laughs> the stars at night are big and bright. Good morning. Good morning and remembering Elvis Presley today, 8-16. Well, today is 8-15, so you can do that one tomorrow, my friend. Uh, but I hope that you're doing well. Becca! Hey, Derek! Becca! Becca! It says, good morning, ass family. It's time for Wimpy to pay up on this fine to Tuesday. Stackar! It says, good morning, ass family. Boy, wrestling was terrible last night. I gotta say, hey, Stackar, did you, I don't know if you made it all the way to the end, but the whole Sammy Z, or the whole uh, Cody Rhodes and, and, and the idiots, the the New World Order, or the, the new new w, NWO, the Judgment Day, I'm tired of that. I, I'm, I'm tired of the run-ins. Let's go. Let's let's change it up a little bit, shall we? I'm trying to think of something clever to say, but too early for that. Okay. Sanchez family! Free at last! Free at last! Thank God Almighty! We are free at last! Well, good morning to you, my friend. Uh, he says, yo, shitbird, Scott! Hello, my baby! Hello, my honey! Hello, my ragtime cow! Scott, I hope you're doing good this morning. Oh, my Oh, Lord. there she is. Stars, a Negro. Uh, the one and only bratty kid. Hey, I got an idea. Why don't you just kiss my left nut? I, I, I can't do that. That's wrong. Hope that you have a good day today. Ogre. <laughs> Buenos dias, amigo. Uh, hope you are well. Uh, don't ever trust a fart jalapeno. Freedom Girl says never college station. Play some Skinnered, man. Uh, does anyone have trouble Mixler today? Mine just keeps spinning. Some days can't listen at all. Fucking A. I goddamn hate it. Hope it stops that spinning. Uh, close out and then log all the way back in. Usually that's the way that they tell me to wake at work. Uh, gold all up in the house. Hey, yo. Says, good Tuesday morning, Chicos and Chicas. Have a blessed day. Did your dad ruin your childhood in that early age by telling you that wrestling was fake the way my dad did? No, no, my dad never, my dad didn't, I think it was, I asked him about it, I'm like, I'm like, how come these guys can do it, so, and my dad's like, Arnie, it's all, he, he understood, he used the word more like choreographed than fake, because he understood it, these guys are really getting hit, like, the night that changed it all for my dad, was a, a, a match that I got to go to. We, dumb luck, we got to go on this one Friday night. We went, we went like, at least two Fridays a month down to the Sportatorium. And it was in the midst of the greatest feud in wrestling history. You can have your Dusty Rhodes. And I love Dusty Rhodes. Don't get me wrong, Daddy. Ooh, the bull of the wood, if you will, and Ric Flair. I love that feud. There's no feud that's ever been as great is the Freebirds and Von Erics. And this one Friday night, we went down there, and we were sitting up. We were sitting up kind of behind Bill Mercer. We could see everything. There are good seats. And that's one place my dad wouldn't move around because those people at the Sportatorium were drunk, and they would fight. My dad's like, we're going to sit here. <laughs> but uh, it was what they called a country whooping match. 
and it was Kevin and David Von Erich, or Kevin and Carrie. Might have been David and Carrie. I don't know. It was Kevin. It was Kevin and Carrie against Michael Hayes and Terry Bam Bam Gordy. God rest his soul. God rest David's soul too, and Carrie's. And each man is equipped with a leather strap. It was a belt. And they would beat the shit out of one another. You could see the welts forming on their backs. And my dad was like, whoa, this shit ain't fake. He was blown away by that. So, uh, But that was, that was the, that, the turning point for him. Uh, R.I.P. Jerry States, yes, indeed. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Good morning, Cowboys girl. Uh, I remember watching pro wrestling on TV in the 80s in my grandparents' house for some big family thing. When my grandpa starts throwing around some terms, I was stunned because he never struck me as a fan. Turns out he used to watch way back in the day, the black and white days. Oh, that's fantastic. That is so fantastic. Triple T! I don't know how to put this, but... I'm kind of a big deal. You are. People you are. know me. He says, good Friday morning, uh, or good morning, family of ass. Fresh off the plane from Maui. More on that later. Oof. Man, oh, man. I felt for you, man. I, I hope you had a good time. I hope nobody tried to make you, you know, fucking feel like a dick for being there. Wrigley Field, no parking. Red line to Wrigley is the only, uh, the bloodline red. Yeah, oh, yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Ralphie is, uh, wait, hold on a second here. We got to find it now. Ralphie is all up in the house. Like a pink nightmare. Howdy ho ass family. Happy. This is my new morning home. We are happy to have you. Uh, Mr. Jason's good morning. Arnie and ass family. Seriously. Triple T ears want to hear Alicia all up in this mother fricker today. Uh, I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. says, morning, y'all. I'm liking these new hours. I'll be able to listen on my 30 to 45-minute drive home once I start my new routine next week. That's fantastic. Alicia sent me a ton of stuff, ton of stuff about vaccines and all kinds of shit. I tell you what, man, I, I, I just, you didn't think your government was evil before. Y'all better wake up. Did I just get the shitter was full? That's fucking awesome. Yes, Mad Hatter, you did get that when the shitter is full. Oh, Arnie, today's my man's 50th birthday. Can you give him a birthday shout-out? What's his name? What's his name? Wait, tell me his name. I'm not going to say Cowboys Girl. You know what? We'll do this. How about we do this? Um, there we go. I know how to do this. Cowboys girls, man. There you go. There you go. We figured it out. There it is. Now, one more time. Well, look, my wife has yeah. a rule in her family. When Cowboys somebody's birthday, girls, sing man. happy birthday. You ready? Everybody. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Cowboys Larry. girls, man. Oh, gee. Come on, Joe. To you. Jesus Christ. Well, happy 50th birthday to you, young man. Uh, Gold says, poser. For, uh, 475 printing, getting huge order out to Soldier and his buddies in Qatar. 
Also getting ready for our next event, so nothing new. Great time to scroll through the inventory. Check us out at 4T5Printing.com. Also, what about a Roy Kent line for Roy? Well, I, I, I have Roy Kent's, but ah, I like those two better. I like those two better, but, but it's up to Roy. Uh, the first one was pretty funny. Okay, so you like the first one, so this one will be yours. Whenever we see you, Slum Roy. Oh, my little Roy toy. What is it about good sex that makes me have to crap? Yeah, there you go. See, and then when our main man Roy comes back from living it up in Padre Island, we'll play. There goes Roy, the best there ever was in this game. I like that. I like that. That That is good right there. Uh, Stephanie in the house. Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night. You need nigger repellent to keep the motherfuckers off your Indeed ass. Indeed you do. She says, morning, friend. He's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, just a great guy and... Really uh, mm-hmm. very, very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory mm-hmm. and really enjoyed being with him. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're out. She says, good morning, y'all. Um, by the way, Billions is fantastic. I love it. New season started on Sunday. I've watched it like four times already. It's fantastic. Uh, I didn't know what the fuck. They set up the briefcase mistake, and then Finn loses, and nothing happens. Yeah. Special Kale in the house. Hold on. We got we got to go to yours. Um, I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. <laughs> he says, I'm here. Woohoo. Stackar says, wait, Arnie, Invisible Man versus Invisible Steve wasn't real? No, I, I, I don't think it was real. I'm sorry to say. Oski. The wiener's the size of a Tic Tac. That's why you want breast ball so good. This is morning asses. It's not fake. It's accepted. They're just athletic actors. Scripted, yeah. If wrestling was fake, they wouldn't be taking all manner of painkillers and chugging alcohol to numb things. Ogre says, I need to get my feet under me at work. I'll probably call in later. Okay, cool. Uh, Instead of Cowboys Girl, why not just Cowboy? Well, because he's not a Cowboy, so there you go. Uh, The old landlord from Lady is is nasty. Yes, the lady from Kingpin is definitely nasty. Now that we've gone through our good mornings, by the way, I have a big announcement to make. We're going to have a special guest joining us. At the top of the hour of the show, I'm not going to tell you who it is, though. I'm not going to tell you who it is. But it has to do with the Michael Orr story. Oh, fake hum, meatball, thunderlips. Um, yes, it happened once again. Donald Trump was indicted again and now is facing 91 criminal <laughs> charges. I mean... including some RICO statutes, which we'll get to in a second. 91 criminal charges. This is now the fourth indictment that Donald Trump has undergone. (laughs) This is for the whole Georgia thing and and they have all these conspirators. They're, they're throwing the net out there to see if they can get somebody to turn on him. Now, and, and now that there are so many people. Oh, by the way, we're going to be picking on trannies here in just a little bit. Just to let everybody know. We're going to, oh, I'm going to pick on the, I'm going to pick the shit out of them. Oh, I'm going to have some fun with it today, boy, because I am not happy. This Donald Trump indictment is... That is full-blown witchcraft! It's witchcraft! So it says can't even make it to an even hundred? Do some work, Dems. Well, they're going to hit him with RICO statute. 
People playing Trump indictment bingo have won their card like 50 times over. Now, the RICO statute is for mainly organized crime. They get motorcycle gangs or clubs. Don't want to get on their bad side. Clubs in RICO charges and running guns and meth and cocaine and human trafficking. They get the mob for the same things. The mob is the main reason why they... The RICO statutes are there so they can they can get a bunch of people. Now, with both those in the RICO case, here's the one thing that doesn't make sense to me on this whole thing. Because we can play the stupid game here. We can compare the Biden family to the Trump crime family, if you will. In RICO statutes, when it comes to motorcycle clubs, organized crime, the mob, there's one thing that's always constant. How much money did they get? Now, when you look at Trump, and you look at all these indictments and racketeering and this and that and that, how much money was involved? I'm going to go ahead and go out on a wager and say not even close to a, a small motorcycle club that gets hit on RICO charges. Now, if we were to take a look at the other family, from everything that I've read, and that's a lot, The current family in office, the Bidens, have made over $100 million since Joe was vice president. Now, who knows what that invested looks like. Maybe they're worth $500 million from these $100 million illegal payoffs. You know, the hunter snorted about $25 million of it. Why is it that we're going after a family that didn't do anything to gain money, but we're not doing anything to the family that did everything illegal? I saw somewhere that Alan Dershowitz said what Trump and his team did after 2020 was no different than what Al Gore and his team did in 2000. Oh, Alan Dershowitz has been very outspoken on this. Alan Dershowitz probably the best legal mind in the country. Uh, He is the professor of Harvard Law. He was on OJ's panel of experts for a little while. He has called bullshit on the special counsel. He called bullshit on the plea deals for Hunter. And he's calling bullshit on this. When America's top leading expert, and maybe one of the world's top leading law experts, who, yes, by the way, was attached to Jeffrey Epstein as well, I'll, hey, I'll, I'll mention it before somebody goes, well, you're going to listen to him. He was a part of Epstein Island. Okay. They don't mean he's not a great lawyer. He can be a bad person. He knows how to hide the crime pretty well. But riddle me this. Donald Trump, who was a billionaire when he ran for office, a billionaire. A lot of people like to talk, well, what about his bankruptcy? Well, that's why bankruptcies are in place so businesses can do that. It's what's afforded under the United States Constitution. 
How is it that a billionaire did not become a billionaire 20 times over by being president? Because he didn't. He had to put all his money in a trust. But Joe Biden, you're, you're telling me this is what I'm supposed to believe. And everybody makes fun of me for being a wrestling fan. Okay. All right. Riddle me this. Joe Biden, who was a public servant for 50 years. And if we were to believe that there's no insider trading going on in Congress, I got a bridge to sell you. But for 50 years, he made about $160,000. That's a lot of days. That's a lot of years. Now, he got bumped up when he got vice president. 50 years in that office, and you raise uh, some sons. One son was a decent son. He was a military kid, died of cancer, blah, blah, blah. The daughter, whatever, she's off. And then there's Hunter. Hunter, who's addicted to crack cocaine and brags about smoking with Marion Barry, the mayor of Washington, D.C. You're going to tell me that that flunky somehow figured a way out to become a multi, multi, multi millionaire without your help. Really? Really? The same guy who takes his laptop with all this evidence to a laptop repair shop and then leaves it? You're you're, you're telling me that's the smartest person you've ever met was Hunter. The guy who hired a legal team that tried to crank call and get witness statements removed illegally from the plea bargain deal. Smartest guy you know. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. (laughs) Cocaine. Somehow, though, the Bidens are worth over $100 million. I tell you what, Dr. Jill's fucking medical practice must be amazing. Isn't she just an honorary doctor? It's not like she's like the plastic surgeon to the stars. Because that bitch dumber than applesauce, too. But there are all these charges against Donald Trump. And then there's Joe Biden. By the way, speaking of President Joe Biden, boy, oh boy, did you did did you happen to see this? Did did you? Yeah, I feel like Jay Leno. Did you did did you see this? Did you did you hear this? <laughs> Yesterday, Joe Biden was uh, leaving his uh, his compound in Delaware, lovely. Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, uh, he was leaving Sunday, and he was asked about the Hawaiian fires. So you have diabetes, and your glucose is heading low. Dexcom G7, the most accurate CGM, can alert you before you go to. Isn't it just an education doctorate? Okay, well, there you go. She's not even as high as my comedy doctorate. Here we go. That's been lost. Those who are still missing. Ninety-six people we must dead. Continue to focus on. Ninety-six on, people uh, dead. Every one of those in people. Hawaii. There are also so many others who are are uh, struggling to survive. 
and also looking for what happens tomorrow. So that's a former Hawaii Congresswoman, Tulsi Gabbard. You might recognize her on the devastation in Maui. She was there in the middle of the night with Will King. Where is it? Come on Cruz now. Cruz is still fighting the fires that have killed oh, at least here 96. He is. was asked about this over the weekend. He was, he was on the beach uh, in Delaware. Just roll this clip here for a second, guys. No comment. The same president that went on television when a known felon slash drug user died under police supervision in George Floyd. He was on TV that night making all kinds of comments. But when 96 Americans are burned to death in Hawaii, there's only one thing I can expect. Look. Um, does he not know that Hawaii is part of America? I mean, I mean, seriously, let, let, let's think about this. Joe's pretty old. He might not know that Hawaii is actually a part of America. He might think that there's some kind of, you know, fucking tribes people. That there are witch doctors on the island. 99, I heard last night, thank you. Uh, expected to be another one to 200 more of them. Uh, I hear the number is going to be huge. Uh, great ideas must be coming from smoking crack, mostly stealing copper and catalytic conversions, but not Hunter. Joe has been on vacation for over 40% of his presidency. Wait, does he even know the Hawaii? I don't think he does. I really don't think he does. I think they're brief. Mis- you know, Mr. President of Hawaii. Wait, what? 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 Hawaii's a state? I thought we just liked them because it was pretty there. Oh, man. Oh, boy, is that a gaff? You think Joe ever has those moments? Boy, did I really fuck up there. Woo! Hey, press corps. Hey, press team. I'm sorry, not press corps. Press team. You guys are going to have to fix that. Boy, I don't know what I was thinking. Surprised he didn't say, that's horrible, man. That's what we're sending $24 billion to Ukraine. Yeah. Hey, Hawaii, how does that feel? $24 billion more going to Ukraine. Well, I imagine those fine people in Lahaina could use some of that money. Joe would only care if why if you told him that Gilligan was trying to leave. When he hears Hawaii, he must ignore us since it, that's where Obama is. Yeah, no shit. Uh, did you hear the great news that Oprah's, Oprah's farm was not damaged in the fire? God, I was so happy to hear that. Golly, thank God for Oprah. I have a new hero this morning. My hero is the Goldman Sachs CEO. Uh, what was his name? Uh, David Solomon. Goldman Sachs CEO. Look, they, these are corrupt, super-duper rich people. And see, this is the part of wealthy that I wanted to be someday. I'll never be there. Because these people are worth hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars. They have the extra special fuck you money. He went to his uh, his former college, an upstate New York school, uh, Hamilton College. 
uh, an event called Senior Networking with Trustees at the Private Liberal Arts College. He came out and just fucking laid the smack down. He said that he has done more in a week for global or for climate change than those kids will ever do in their life. He even laughed and told the kids that they he'd be dead in 30 years, so climate change would be our problem anyway. He assumed the group of around six students described the letter as all non-male majority people of color will benefiting from financial aid should show immersed gratitude for this. This guy came out, and he just flopped his cock out. And, and, and you know what? Uh, this is what I got to say to him. This is all I got to say. I love it. I absolutely, positively love that he came out and said, I'll be dead in 30 years, so fuck it. What the hell do I care? (laughs) This is just, this is why there are certain aspects of super wealthy people that I just really admire. And him coming out and just saying, well, fuck you. Oh, you don't like me? Well, Goldman Sachs likes me. Because I make them a lot of fucking money. So I could really give two shits what you punk-ass college kids think of me. Eat my asshole. That would, be, that would probably be the end of most of my... If, if I was super-duper rich, that would be the, the end of most of my speeches. Eat my asshole. By the time my lecture tour was over, I will have won people over, and then I'll be cheering it at the end. When I start it, everybody, it's like a WWE thing. Eat my asshole. Fantastic. Good for this guy. Good for him. I have no problem with him. He wants to do that shit. You go right ahead, sir. You worked hard. You, 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 you built a lot of people out of money, but, hey, that takes hard work. Now, before we get to making fun of our transgender friends, we're going to make some fun of them. Animal rights groups are demanding today, starting now, that milk is no longer called milk. No, instead, they want milk to be called, quote, Bovine mammary secretions. <laughs> um, of course, PETA is involved. They have recommended that Whitehall Department go further in striving for accuracy in brand dairy milk as bovine mammary secretions. How about this? How about PETA and this Whitehall group shut the fuck up and just leave milk alone? Bovine mammary secretions. I shall call it not milk, but I shall call it fuck you, it's milk. 
Where where did now do I have to get special cows to make chocolate bovine mammary secretions? Swoosh says nope. And, and you know what, Swoosh, you're absolutely right. It's, it's vegan because it's strawberry milk and not like cow milk. You know what I mean? Yeah, see? So you can have you can have strawberry milk, but not milk milk. BMS just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Excuse me. Okay, challenge for you, ass family. I have a challenge for V Coop out there. I haven't seen him in here yet today, but I'm sure he's here. Um, I have a challenge out for V Coop to order a steak a certain way that he wrote me, and I'm not going to ruin it until he does it because it's fantastic. Um, I dare somebody to go in the grocery store today and ask for where the be- <laughs> the bovine mammary secretions are. Get that on video. Oh, also, it's the fact of the matter, if you don't fight for animal rights, you're a speciesist. I've heard that. Human rights are animal rights because humans are animals. If you fight for human rights and you don't fight for animal rights, you're being a speciesist. And that's just the fact of the matter. It is. They don't fucking call almond milk milk either because that's actually juice. So it's milk produced by human women, not milk now. They can suck secretions of my dick. Thank you, safety. Oh, safety guy. I didn't see you sneak in there. Oh, I see what you did. You tried to sneak in there before I could do these. Safe like repair, safe like replace. There it is. Okay. And we shall call PETA henceforth waste of cum that should have been kept inside testicles or on a tissue. Is Warbird coming back here? Oh, he's here. He, he listens uh, later on in the day. He's a very, very busy man right now. Uh... BMS sounds like a pooping problem. Ask for it at Starbucks. You know what? Maybe Starbucks isn't woke enough. Go to one of them really wacky coffee shops. You know where they're all like dressed as Rastafarians? Why is it? Why is it that the more liberal you get, the more Jamaican you get? Have you ever noticed that? The more liberal you get, you start growing your hair long, man. And you start wearing those... The, the Rastafarian caps, man. And you pretty much just become an unkempt son of a bitch. Swear to God. Bovine mammary glands. Yes, uh, do you have any of that? Secretions? You, you don't have any bovine mammary secretions? Sawyer's dad in the house. Good morning, Arnie. Milk is vegan. What do cows eat? Grass. So there, fuck them. You see, that's what we call logic. So almond, goat, soy, they aren't milk? No, no, no. Swoosh, it's almond juice, but yes, goat milk. How about this? How about you just fucking shut up? Why do you want to change everything? Why do you want to do that? Christ on a crutch, man. Shut up. I don't want cotton milk anymore. Do you not have anything better to do? See, this is this is where my brain gets myself in trouble. You know how I've thought it through? And, and the the store, one of my all time favorite stories, the guy who went into Wendy's and he wanted extra broccoli on his baked potato. Oh, I don't know why broccoli's on baked potato, but that's a whole different story. 
That's disgusting. But he wanted extra broccoli on it. And they didn't put enough broccoli on for him. So he threatened to kill the manager. And then he went outside, sat in his car, and ate the potato. He ate the potato in the damn parking lot. Well, of course, if you get threatened for your life, there's a lot of people that are going to call the police. That manager called the police. Police showed up and arrested him. Now, I thought about it and thought about it and thought about it. And the moral of the story is he didn't, th- he didn't get arrested. I mean, the letter of the law, he got arrested for threatening to kill someone, which is illegal. But what he really got arrested for is he didn't get enough broccoli. See, I, have to, I, I like to think these things all the way down. So I'm, I'm thinking to myself, who was so put off by the phrase milk? Who was so put off by that, that their entire life's work, and I'm going to say it, this is very sad if this is your life's work, but your entire life's work is to change milk to bovine mammary secretions. The first question I have to ask is, how does that make your life better? There's, there is an answer. There, they, they, oh, there is an answer. Does anybody know the answer to that? How does this, and I'll give you, I'll give you a, t- a hint. I'm going to play the Jeopardy music. How does, this life, how does this make your life better? I want you to think about dog shit. Not, not the thing, the person that I used to work with. How does this make your life better? We got it. Let's stop the music right there. Give it up to Stink Fist. Oh, Stink Fist, I happily play this for you today. I said, how does this make your life better? Stink Fist says, because they get attention. Correct the mundo. They got their way. If you want to ever really know if something is true, meaning the people behind it are are true about it. You have to think down these things like that. And it's more important for them that they got their way than we, the millions and millions of people that call it milk, ever get to call it milk again. Your life is... (laughs) I, I don't like, like, when people look at me and they, they know I'm, you know, like, a wrestling fan or I, I, I like certain things, and they kind of laugh at me and they go, Jesus Christ, I thought more of you. It, it, it does bother me sometimes. Like, I don't like being judged like that, but then I'll quickly get over it and realize they're the fucking bigger loser because they're judging me already. And I haven't even started to judge them. And, by the way, I'm better at judging than they are, and I'm going to eviscerate them when I do judge them. So that's a whole different ballgame. But... It's so important to you to change the milk to bovine mammary secretions. 
I can answer why they changed it. Uh, in the corporate world, managers and analysts will change the names of teams' process to make it look like they're doing something useful to justify their employment. It's new. It's fresh. It's really just like a euphemism, a waste of time. Well, same thing with groups like PETA, the whole woke baboons who want to look like they're active. They care. They wait for it relevant. And when they get attention for word or term changes, they start inching way towards more power and attention and the mind control gets stronger and stronger. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pink Taco for lunch. Yo, Arnie. Finally got into the chat. Well, welcome, Pink Taco for lunch. But I thought we were supposed to get rid of cows for climate change because the methane. Oh, and all these health experts are lying about red meat not being just as healthy as chicken or pork. Hey, man, eat what you want. I, I, I just, just eat what you want. Pink Taco says, listen to you every day. Well, thank you so very much. I appreciate that. Well, now it's time for me to go on a fucking headhunting experiment here. Because I, I, you know what? We haven't talked about the old trans people in a while. But they're at it again. And then one stepped over the line yesterday. One stepped way over the line yesterday. According to health officials in Canada for now, oh, I'm just going to tell you, just wait. According to health officials in Canada, minor aesthetic procedures for transgender individuals should be publicly funded. Minimally invasive procedures such as facial injectables, hair removal, warrant consideration for public health care funding across Canadian jurisdictions. Public funding for such procedures, which are currently funded in only two jurisdictions in Canada, warrant serious considerations. And by the way, if you don't think that they'll try to get this in America, oh, they will. So what they're saying is that if you're a trans and you want to have your little face work done, as long as it's not chopping off the ding-dong or filling up the hoo-ha, they want the government, and the government is who? That's right, you and me, the taxpayers. They want us to fund these surgeries. Hey, Hawaii! If this ever happens here, uh, do you think that taxpayers should be paying to fund for transitional surgery? Or do you think that our tax dollars should be going to help rebuild Lahaina? Hmm? Hmm? You've got to be kidding. And by the way, by the way, this is happening in America already. And where it's running rampant from what I understand is a place where you get all your surgeries done for you at the behest of the government. That's right, the United States military. People are joining the military so they can have reassignment surgery. And who pays for it? That's right. This is where it starts. You give them an inch, they'll take a mile, yep. If they ain't giving out free boob jobs for women, then they shouldn't be on them to pay for it. 
Yeah, that's not happening. Okay. Just wait. It's not happening right now. The military thing is happening because there was a military member who got it done in Nevada. And, hey, if it's in the rule book now, that's fine. I just don't think it should be in the rule book. Uh, when it comes to paying, I say the option of the dude in the airplane who said they bought the ticket, they knew what they were getting into, I say let them crash. Must be because nobody can uh, get, get put in prison anymore. Could be that, because they're doing them there too. And remember, remember, we do have it on record that there was, uh, I believe it was upstate New York, a prisoner who identified as a female was removed from a male prison, put in the female prison, and wouldn't you know that nine months later, those prisoners were all, I think there were five babies, and three of them were rapes, allegedly. But that doesn't happen. What does happen is things like happened yesterday. This is fucking fantastic. Anne Andres set a new world record for women powerlifting. Anne Andres is a biological male who now competes against women. Uh, I've got this sagging skin as a result uh, of losing 45 pounds, so I can be healthy and I need to boob lift, tummy tuck, and my arms done badly. Total cost 20 grand. Mm-hmm. The government to pay for. All right, this is what uh, Anne Andres, a former man who just recently switched, like in the last year, had to say about female powerlifters. Um, why is women's bench so bad? I mean, not compared to me. We all know that I'm a tranny freak, so that doesn't count. And no, we're not talking about Mackenzie Lee. She's got little T-Rex arms and she's like 400 pounds of chest muscle, apparently. I mean, standard bench in powerlifting competition for women. I literally don't understand why it's so bad. Well, it's because women are built differently than men. And women can't lift as much weight as men, especially in the pectoral region. You see... Women have mammary glands, since that seems to be the word of the day is mammary glands. They kind of get in the way of building up larger muscles. Now, I'm not saying that women can't be strong, but it, I, I like how he the, this thing here tried to make fun of himself at the beginning. You can tell this is tongue-in-cheek. Why is women's bench so bad? I mean, not compared to me. We all know that I'm a tranny freak, so... That- okay, oh, you are. You truly are. You are a tranny freak. And you're happily competing against women. Even though you've been a man your whole life, lifting weights your whole life, how about this, and Andres? How about we put your weight there and we enter you into a men's competition? How about that? How about that? I don't know what the record was that they set yesterday. And then this is what gets to happen. 
every man that beats you, which will be all the men in that competition, they get to make a video talking shit about you, about how fucking weak you are. How can you call yourself a power lifter? You are nowhere near. I'm looking at you right now. You are a tub of goo. Oh, I would happily fight this woman. Happily, because that ain't a woman. Do, do her balls fall out when she's fucking doing bench press? I swear. I, 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 I hate our world so much. Why is women's bench so, so terrible? Hey! Konnichiwa! Oh, bud, what's up? How's it going? Domo arigato! Yeah. Around here, we speak American. Okay, we do. bud? Mage says, good morning, ass. And Arnie, uh, sorry off topic, but had to share this. Was coaching at Delta's football practice last night. On a water break, one of the parents told us... Uh, how he knows the fires in Maui were uh, from energy-based lasers that had started to fire. I was like, oh, my God, sir, please shut up. It's football time. Can you go to the parking lot and have small kids sit on your lap and be a conspiracy clause out there? <laughs> China do, does have a new weapon. I'm going to talk about it, I think, later. Yeah. They got a new weapon that, that's supposed to be shooting a laser, but this guy's an idiot. Uh, this guy is so delusional that he really thinks he's a woman. And he can't comprehend how much stronger in general man is compared to a biological woman. This is why I always, I, this is one of my favorite topics to talk about, is, is this whole machination on things. I'm not saying that women can't be in shape and can't be strong. There was a female firefighter in Reno who was probably one of the strongest human beings I ever saw. Owns a gym. I think I think part owner of like Amer- American Iron. They're on Rock Boulevard. Fucking awesome gym. And, and that lady, that lady was strong. But that lady was also in shape. Looking at this tub of shit. This looks like Michael Rappaport's fucking well hung sister. That Butch didn't even shave his fucking beard before lifting. <laughs> Major, probably those Jewish space lasers you hear about or the mishap from RoboCop that torched Santa Barbara. <laughs> Why is women's bitch press so weak? Because we're all not fucking super males like you. That's how. All right, we are going to take a break here. Um, seven seven five three five seven fans is the number. Arnie Radio One at gmail.com. We come back. We have a very, very special guest coming up next. Everybody's asked me if I've heard it, so I will now play it. Here is Oliver Anthony, Richmond, north of Richmond. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours. For bullshit pay So I can sit out here And waste my life away Drag back home And drown my troubles away It's a damn shame What the world's gotten to For people like me People like you Wish I could just wake up And it not be true But it is Oh it is 
Against my skin Like the shadows on the wall Come and lay down by my side Till the early morning light All I'm taking is your time Oh, help me make it through the night I don't care who's right or wrong And I don't need to understand Oh, let the devil take tomorrow Cause tonight I need a friend Yesterday is dead and gone And tomorrow's out of sight And it's so sad to be alone Oh, hell 
make it through the night
probably more diseases too. The Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS. That, that was a little Appalachian country there. That new song from that fella Oliver Anthony, Tyler Childress, and Sergio Simpson. There you go. Welcome back to the big show here on a, a Tuesday. Missed the first hour. What the hell, man? What the hell? It's okay. You can go back. ArnieRadio.com. Sign up for it. Thousands of shows online, including this one right after today's show is complete. Now we got to make us a little phone call here. Let's see. Uh, our special guest is uh, waiting to be called. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's my dubious honor to welcome a man among men. Hello. The one and only Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is in the house. Up in the house all the time. Now, Joe, I got I, I, I know I prefaced you for one story. I have another story that we got to throw on at the end of it. Okay, well, but, I just I just got back from Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> How is Mar-a-Lago right now? Well, we're on to something big. You know, people don't want to buy this kind of stuff. I'm going to tell you right now, you know, Trump needs a few points and a few votes in Georgia. Look, uh, Kirby Smart. Georgia didn't. Uh, Georgia didn't need any votes to end up number one in the football polls, no, did they? No, no, they sure didn't. And and that is completely the same. Yeah, yeah, they got their votes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the reason why I have you on the show today, and we're going to have you back on Thursday if you if you don't mind. Um, yeah, I'll be there. I will I'll definitely be there. I'm going to pencil you in. Okay, thank you. Um, there's a huge story that broke yesterday, and it could not wait until Thursday. Um, a story about a former NFL player uh, that they made a movie about. The fellow's name is Michael Orr. And if you haven't seen the movie The Blind Side, it stars uh, Sandra Bullock, uh, Tim McGraw, and a black guy who was playing Michael Orr. Now, now have you seen the movie, Joe? Yes, I have. Now, you are close personal friends with uh, Miss Bullock. Is that to believe to be true? Sandra and I have cross paths, you know. Well, was, you, uh, you, it was the Kevin Bacon six degrees. Yeah. Uh, but, um, um, yeah, you know, she's recently single. So I, I just want to put that out there for you. Um, well, you know what? When I put uh, sugar in Jesse James's gas tank, that didn't go over well at all. Yeah. Well, um, the former offensive lineman filed a 14-page petition filed in Shelby County, Tennessee, which states he was never adopted by the Tuies. The, the story of the movie is this, is that uh, Big Mike is seen on the side of the road by a family, and they take him in, and they take them to their wealthy prep school, and Big Mike becomes a star football player, goes on Oscar to Oscar nominated, by the way. Go yes, ahead. Yes, very, very, very true. Um, goes on to play at Ole Miss and has a wonderful career there, blocking for Eli Manning, and then goes off to the NFL where he is spoiled with riches beyond his beliefs. Then they make a movie about him, and they made it seem like Big Mike didn't know anything about football and that the Tuies did everything and that they even adopted him, which Michael is now saying has they've profited by making millions off the story, and he has seen Dick. Okay. Where do I begin with this? Because... They said he tricked him into signing a conservative ship or mm-hmm. whatever, right? So uh, one of the things he brings up, too, is he thinks that he hates the way the movie depicts. I think the movie depicts him great. 
He, he doesn't like the way he's depicted as this dumb, stupid. It depicts him as a smart kid, as far as I'm concerned. But now, moving on to reality, uh, even whether, let's say, the two E's or whatever the, the white family were despicable or they were saints, either way, I don't care. Um, if they had not been a part of his life, would he have been a first-round draft pick in the NFL? Probably not. No, no, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Right, right. That's right. I'm, you know, not. I'm just, yeah. So, so, and then when when you're drafted in the first round, because I'm not, you know, picking things. They're obviously entrepreneurs. The Tuies, they yes. know how to make money. They have accounts and things like that. But uh, when you're drafted in the first round, you probably have a guy like by the last name like Goldstein, who's like your uh, agent. And he's gonna he's not gonna be like, bro, what about this movie that you did? You know, I mean, did, what happened with that? Did you get any money off that? I mean, nobody thought of it. And all of a sudden out of the blue, he was on the red carpet and everything, and then all of a sudden, hey, wait a minute. How come I didn't see him? You know, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I buy that, bro. And it's just like you profited well from the whole experience, but I just to me, it's hard to believe that that guy just crawled out under, like, a rock and was like, wait a minute, how come I didn't get paid for the movie? Well, they're, they're saying that uh, if Orr had been adopted by the Tuies, he would have retained power to handle his financial affairs under the conservatorship. Others surrendered uh, Orr surrendered that authority to the Tuies, even though he was a legal adult. When the book came out, all four of the Tuies, the, the mom and dad and the two kids, were all paid $225,000 plus 2.5% of the film's defined net. The movie made more than $300 million in the box office and millions and millions more in movie sales and syndication fees. And Michael Orr ain't getting paid anything from that? I, I, I find that so hard to believe. And I mean, because like only if, if, if that would have happened to you, don't you think you would have said, hey, wait a minute. Why are I have holes in my tennis shoes when, when this movie's making millions and it's about me? Yeah, I mean, I, I, the way I'd look at it is this. It, it, the movie came out when I was in the NFL. So I'm making millions of dollars, right? And then all of a sudden I see the Tuies and they're making hundreds of millions of dollars. I'd be like, wait a second here. Whoa, Nelly! I would have said something a long time ago. Yeah, I thought, yeah, and when they made the movie, even when they came to you, they, I'm sure they had to get like image, uh, uh, likeness rights to you know we're gonna. Uh, he signed off on the movie, stuff like that. He didn't say, hey, you know, yeah, no. no, it's gonna be shown at the school library. So thank no, you. No, no, you know what he's saying is he didn't sign off on that. That the Tuies had the right for him to sign off on that. Just made a movie and he never signed any paperwork. Well, no, because the, the Tuies controlled that right. already. I mean, uh, it, it, the, he's saying that the Tuies controlled that. Instead, but of, I just I don't see you doing a movie. I mean, seeing a movie. Wow, look at this movie about your life, and not looking around going, "Hey, so even before any money, what, what's going on with this money?" I mean, that's the movie about me. Uh, you know, I I. Pat Riley made money off the term three Pete. I mean, you made a movie about me. <laughs> you don't yeah. say like, okay, so we're going to be, do you think he probably went to the Oscar show when it was I'm nominated? Not, I don't remember if he was there or not, but I mean, knowing how the legal system works, if he did happen to sign all that stuff over to the Tuies and then they made a movie and they made, uh, you know, all this money off it, 
he has no room to he has nowhere to stand. No, he, he doesn't. And what it was is he, he says he was tricked into signing conservatorship, yeah. which because now he was not a family member. So he'd not get divided the money like the other family members did. That's why they did that. So he's a good, and that which allows them to govern his financial affairs, which right, like you said, but I just, I can't see him, you know, just coming out now and saying like, okay, I mean, maybe it's taking as long to get the paperwork in order or something. But I just, if, if you know, that was 2009. If somebody made a movie about me, which I would be a blockbuster, I probably have, I don't know, Tom. I don't, I, you know, I like Tom Cruise with his own stunts and everything, but we'll talk about my movie later. Um, you know, I just think if somebody's going to make a movie, I'd be, I'd be asking questions, Arnie. Like, oh. hey, we're, I mean, and especially if it does so well. Hey, shouldn't I have made some money off this? You know, the first question I'd ask is, how is there not a movie about you out already? <laughs> I, mean, I know. It's, I mean, it is crazy. It's called Gladiator 2. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> His sword is attached. Oh, so you know what? It's just it'll be interesting to see what happens if he gets his money. If they hustle him out of, you know, and another thing about those uh, the the twoies, you know, maybe not so much money. Maybe you know they were they were boosters. They were trying to recruit for uh, Mississippi State too. You know, no, oh, uh, I mean, Ole Miss, Ole Miss, um, or excuse me, Ole Miss, uh, Ole Miss, right? Brandon Kids yeah. says, I call bullshit. He wants money. This drama comes up every other year. Poor him. Well, let, let, let's let's go down that road, Joe. Uh, we know that athletes are not the greatest with their money, especially that era of athlete. You know, a lot of athletes, they get these big contracts and they piss through them, and then they're on the streets. They're living under a bridge somewhere. Or you sign with Don King and take a vow of poverty. No. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. But, but think about it. If he's gone through all his money, and he never got paid for this movie is, 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 I mean, that's not reason to give him money from this. I mean, you know, it's going to all come, yeah, it's going to all come down in the, in the, you know, if, if these, if the two, he's really doing well and he's broke and it comes out that, yeah, dude, we, 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 we hustled you, bro. We, we got rich. And you didn't, you didn't get any, if they don't kick him down something, I think I'd be kind of lame. I mean, but, uh, you know, maybe if they're just real, like, business, business, you know, sharks, then, I mean, maybe that's what they are, you know. Or, uh, but uh, it just seems like he's grasping at straws, possibly. Uh, the Tuies will pay him in Taco Bell gift cards. You know who should pay him? Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw and Sandy Bullock should hand, hand him some money. But kick him down. Ask Oprah. She's over Maui throwing around cash. Get Oprah on it. <laughs> All right. Well, he's supposed to come out and talk about it sometime this week, and I didn't want to not have you involved in this conversation and uh, without me. But there is another sports story that's out there, and uh, it's going to ramp up, I think, big today. Um, this is a story about 22-year-old uh, Tampa Bay shortstop Wander Franco, one of baseball's most prominent young stars. Mm-hmm. Um, they are investigating that um, he may have had a relationship with an underage, I don't know, do you want to call it fan or girl? When you when you hit the bottom three of appearing on a television show, you know, number three would be probably The View. 
number two cops and number one lowest program to ever appear on to catch predator. But go ahead. Oh, oh, Joe, you and I could talk for hours on to catch predator because that was one of the greatest shows ever on television. <laughs> I thought that. I thought that. Oh my god! You got like a six pack oh. of of, uh, of uh, oh. the wine coolers. Oh yeah, you. Nothing. Oh my god! Yeah, nothing, that was the greatest show ever. Nothing was better. Then when the guy would show up, all Randy and all fucking, you know, had his swag to him, showed up with some wine coolers and rubbers, and the girl goes, I got to go upstairs real quick. He's like, all right, honey. And then, <laughs> yeah, I got you, girl. And then our, our hero would swoop in, Chris Hansen, and he'd come through that door and go, what are you doing here? Oh, my God. I would rather be caught doing gay sex. And I, not that there's anything wrong with that. Well, you're thankful. Anyway, yeah, then, then to be on that show, to be, that's it. You're, I mean, you know, that's like, I mean, I couldn't even imagine the guy. Why would you even, even if, why would you even do something like that? I don't understand how you can't control you know, first off, she looks like a nine-year-old boy. Okay, yeah. yes, but it, but it's like, I just, I just that that is just. There's nothing more shocking than that guy has his six-pack of wine coolers for his thirteen-year-old, oh. and he just gets caught. And you're like, you're like, dude. Now you know what? This is really this is the first guy that probably should go to North Korea. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, uh, Whitewash says the best one was the guy that got completely naked. There were so many good ones. The doctor who got arrested. Then there was one guy who was on two different episodes. He got busted two weeks in a row. Yeah. And the thing it's is. Not, it's not like the return. It's a champion on Jeopardy, buddy. No, okay. no. And, and the thing is, is that all those cases were dropped because they called it entrapment. But still, those men's lives were ruined, and it was phenomenal. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know, even if you're, you know, if just to be um, accused of some type of sexual crime, you know, you could be as innocent as the day is long. And not that these guys were, these guys were real scumballs. But I'm saying, but you know, there's guys who take a leak by the street side of the street, you know, or something, and they got an indecent exposure or something, or just, but even just to be accused, if you didn't do anything, you're almost ruined your life, Artie. You know, it would just be horrible. Oh, just to be accused of something like that. Oh, oh, that would that would be nightmares. Uh, Oski says the classic Chris Hansen. Have a seat. Sit down. Oh yeah, the guy's like, well, I I, I gotta get out of here right now. Well, I just have some questions for you. I I just have a couple of questions for you. You knew she was thirteen. And then, you know, I would rather be. I would rather be at that party where uh, the dude in in um, the. The uh, Denzel Washington movies at that party where they're asking, "Do you, you ever had your shit pushed in?" <laughs> Training day. I'd Training rather day. be at that party. Than- <laughs> well, uh, Slum Roy Cotton, one you, you are you are a teacher on this show, Joe, because he says <laughs> gay sex is better than child sex. The more you know. Thank you for the update. Now let's go to the bonus round. So uh, this player, um. They, he did not make, uh, Franco did not make the trip to San Francisco. Thank God, because that would have fucking probably. <laughs> oh, God, I even have a story about San Francisco. Go ahead. Uh, uh, asked about the alleged relationship, the Office of the Attorney General in the Dominican Republic told the AP in a statement, there are investigations regarding the matter. 
Well, that's the way to end your Major League Baseball career, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I think in my life, actually, maybe once, maybe twice, totally accidentally, uh, uh, and this is years ago, I think I had a web TV even, uh, like maybe once, twice, like totally accidentally, I think I skimmed across and saw like actual, you've never actually seen uh, just a glimpse of, of a real child born, it will make you throw up. It will literally make you throw up. It is the most horrible thing. I mean, I think once or twice, years ago, I, I, I something popped up. I mean, you know how they have the barely legals, you know, oh, yeah. and the girls yeah. are vague, things like that. People look that up, whatever, do your fantasy, whatever it takes, buddy, you know, stuff. But but it, to actually see it, it's the most, it almost makes you want to throw up. Yeah, I, I, I've never come across it, and I don't want to. Um now let it me is ask you this. It's a wrenching thing. It's just unbelievable. It's Joe, just, yeah. Joe, let me ask you. I, I know that you are an international sex worker, and you've been in the industry for a long, long time. Um, Great segue. Did you uh, did you ever have any trisks with Tracy Lords? Well, Tracy, you know, she started young. Yeah. <laughs> sure, here we go. This is a great. Um, I was just a trainer for her. Oh, okay. Okay. So uh, you, you, were, you were just a, a trainer. Like, uh, what's the role of a trainer in the adult film industry? Well, I'm sure that's what she's going to have to do. But, you know, just because I am a trainer, I, she won't be hurt during the process. I got you. So you're, you're teaching her how to act, how to recite lines. Yeah, well, and how to, you know, how to, you know, to do the certain scenes in the movie. Uh, to the acting, you will. Like, 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 like you would teach her, like, if you're surprised, look like this. Yes, yeah, right, and because I'm able to restrain, she will not get hurt in the process there of her go. training. I like that. I, I like that a lot. That you know what, Joe, you are, you are, you are not only an amazing broadcaster, man, but just human being, just human being in general. I am a professional, for God's sake. You truly, truly are, Joe. I'm going to let you go, but we will Wait, talk to you can again. I on just do a couple things before you let me go. Yeah. I always got to do that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you go right ahead, Joe. Super friendly fast. I want to say happy wrestling, wrestling anniversary. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, big day for me. Yeah, I like that. I like it because, you know, you were always close with your dad. Almost like a single parent thing, but I don't know, not really. I was really close to my mom. It was kind of weird. But uh, Ezekiel goes to the Patriots. I guess you don't care about that. Uh, somebody wanted me to talk about it. I mean, I can't believe the Patriots are going to pay him 6 or $7 million. And he cut off all his hair. Yeah, well, sometimes that helps. It didn't help Samson at all. But, yeah, I mean, do you um, think that was Belichick saying, hey, cut off your fucking hair and no more midriff? In Nevada, uh, Nevada will be representing the West in the Little League World Series. Mm. Very okay. nice. Also, a couple really quick. Wait, uh, you know what? Wait, 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 wait. Huh? I, I'm glad you brought this up. Nevada in the Little League. Did you know that they have instant replay in Little League? I saw your post the other night. Did, did, did you just, see that? Yeah, so, you know, the thing is, it's so huge. Everything is so huge. ESPN, like the app, they have the, the Cal Ripken World Series, the Little League Softball World Series. They cover every they cover every sport from little kids all the way up, known to mankind. It's like, you know, it's like the cigarette companies have to go after young people. That's the only people they can get to start smoking. They got to start going after young people on TV now. I mean, you know, they're, they're, they cover every single sport. Pickleball, little kids do marble, uh, e-sport. It's crazy the stuff that they cover on cornhole. TV. 
Cornhole. Cornhole. I didn't even know what that was a couple months ago. I thought it was a rude name for a cornhusker. No, but I mean, I'm I'm flipping around channels last week, and there's nothing on, right? There's nothing on. And I come across the Little League World Series. And there's a bang-bang play at first. And, and I'm like, well, okay. And, and these are two, like, shitty regional teams trying to get there. And, and I'm, like, Dakota versus North Dakota. North Dakota versus South Dakota. So nobody gives a shit. Sorry, Dakotas. And they go to a replay. A replay in Little League baseball. Little League. Right. Now, I don't watch Little League World Series, and here's the reason why. Because kids suck at baseball. That's why. Yeah. yeah. They're not this good. Kid, they suck at baseball. This kid on Henderson, which scored out of Vegas, uh, of course, uh, threw two games, 27 strikeouts, zero walks. <laughs> was he 18 years old? Do you see? There's, there's this one he's kid. He's probably from China. I don't know. Yao Ming or something. I saw this one kid. Uh, I, I think he's from the inner cities of Chicago because he's like 6'4 at 12. And he had a ball that still is in circulation. I think it bounced off of Air Force One at some point. Yeah, yeah, that happened to me in, in, in high school. You know, I played, I graduated the same year as Matt Williams, the legendary uh, Giants. The, the Carson baseman. Crusher. Uh, he graduated from Carson High School in 1988. I graduated from Wooster. In 1988, he hit like a foul ball off me. It hasn't landed yet, or he might have been a fair ball by the time it came around the Tropic of Capricorn. Um, you know what you should have done? You know what you should have done the next at bat? You should have just you should have just drilled his ass. Just <laughs> he, him, he just bounces off. He walks the first. Oh, yeah, okay. but you you have the story that you drilled Matt Williams. I know, I know. I you, you know, I got in trouble once for not for not uh, you know coming at a guy. I was getting popped around a little bit this summer league, and then and our coach was actually he played single A ball, double A, uh, and he came out to the mound. He was screaming at me because he's like, you know what? Why you can't throw at these guys? Because you know they're just they're rocking you all over the field, and I'm just teeing them up. You know. Oh man, I tell you what, that'd be the only reason why I'd ever want to be a pitcher is so I could throw at people. But yeah, anyway. that's the greatest. Yeah, when you throw it up. Yeah, it's so nice. what, what was the other thing after the Little League World Series that you wanted to touch on before you left? Because I had to touch okay. on that. So super fast. Don't worry. Volleyball day in Nebraska coming up. Now, I was wrong. Last year they played in Dublin. They're not playing in Dublin this year. Uh, but the, the Nebraska plays exactly two weeks from Thursday. But the night before that or the day before, 90,000 in the stadium for a women's volleyball game. That's awesome. That for, women, for volleyball day in Nebraska that day. Dude, I am so excited. We are now, what, like uh, duh, 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 like 17 days away from the start of college football. I mean, we only have like t- literally two more weeks of you and I talking about weird yeah, stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah, two weeks. Two weeks. You know, I might not be able to talk. I think exactly on Thursday, like two weeks, it's kickoff. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be, oh, I can't believe it. It just means we're older, though, too. Damn it. <laughs> well, thanks for bringing us down, Joe. You, 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 you <laughs> All right, buddy, buddy, Thank you, you. And then you take us down. Joe Murphy, everybody. We'll talk to you on Thursday, Joe. Thanks, Ronnie. See you, buddy. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Oh, man. Yeah, that Michael Orr story, I saw it yesterday, and I was sitting there going, man, oh, man, this is going to be big. And a lot of people are talking about it, so I was like, you know what, let's have Joe on. 
Let's have Joe on. And then we'll just talk about the underage thing because I'm sure Joe will be fucking awesome at that, too. And he was. By the way, I've got a video for you, ass family. Ho, 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 do I have a video for you. Oh, there's nothing I like more than cultures doing their thing. And one culture in particular, those fine Spaniards. Oh, I love the fine people of Spain because we had a bullfighting incident happen yesterday. The old story that I used to like to tell on the show was that Tommy had gone to Spain. Tommy had never been to Spain. Next year he will. Um, and that he walked in and he, he went there for the running of the bulls and he walked into a restaurant and he's sitting there waiting to order, and all of a sudden the fucking mariachi band starts up playing, big trumpets, all this kind of stuff, and these two gig- this gigantic silver platters come out. It's placed in front of a guy, and there's these two giant meatballs on there. And, and, and Tommy sees that, and he didn't know what he wanted to order, but he said, Holy shit! I want one of them. And they said, well, sir, you got to order that two days in advance. He goes, all right, I'm here all week, man. Shit. Check it out. I'll be there, Jack. So he shows up two days later. He sits down. There's only one trumpet player, one guitar player. It's kind of sad music. Instead of the big, giant silver dome, it's a smaller dome, smaller plate, and they put it in front of him, opens it up, and there's these two little bitty meatballs. Tommy says, holy shit, what the fuck happened, man? The other day I was in here and the bulls were huge. The waiter says, senor, sometimes the bull wins. And we have that happening right here, right now. Oh, this is going to be good. Here we go. Mexican matador. Ole, ole. All right, there we go. My big pink jacket. Okay, I'm going to swipe it this way. Oh, I'm too close to the wall. Well, this guy's got some pretty long horns. I don't know about this. Hmm. Let's see. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna dance around this. Oh, oh God, he got me. He got me. Oh, it's in my ass. It's in my ass. He has gored me right in the rectum. Damn near killed him. The clip viewed hundreds of thousands of times. Spectres can heard screaming in terror. The son of famed bullfighter Jose Conquero is the father of this young bullfighter. This comes just after weeks of the messy of matadors was seriously injured after being crushed by an 1,100-pound bull in Santiago, Spain. Uh, Roca Roy sustained multiple injuries, bruises all over his body after being gored and was immediately taken to the hospital. This fellow also gored, taken to the hospital. Oh, I tell you what, man. There's no, I love. Is the practice cruel? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the way they treat those animals, I mean, was like, you know, starving them. Making them angry and stab them in the spine. But when the bull wins, man, is it a good day. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Oker. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this right now. If Jim Ross were to call bullfighting, 
I would have season tickets. Arnie's bucket list calling a bullfighting match. Holy shit! He's gored in the hiney. He is gored. I would only want to broadcast when it's bad bullfighter day. I remember watching a story on uh, on Real Sports on HBO uh, with uh, that, that white guy, Bryant Gumbel. And they did a story about bullfighting in Spain and the running of the bulls in Pamplona and all that and how people want it outlawed. And, oh, this is terrible. Here we are once again telling people how their culture can work and how it can't not. Um, they showed this guy that they called the pirate. And he I, I guess he's like a legendary bullfighter, but he always seems to lose the fight. He's like Glass Joe. I mean, he's got an eye that's been poked out. He's got scars all over his face. He's got like a peg leg. And he's still fighting bulls. When he got tossed, thrown in the air, he looked like some special effects mannequin. Oh, yeah. Joey Styles yelling, gore, gore, gore. I just got a hernia watching that video. Oh, I love those videos. See, this is why they can never get rid of it. It's just too phenomenal. The outfits alone. Look, if I'm a bull and there's some guy wearing this outfit and he's stabbing me, you're goddamn right I'm going to stick my horn in his ass. Last Joe from Mike Tyson. Oh, absolutely. That's exactly who that fucking matador was. Oh God! Like, man, I wish these were. Ill- I wish. I wish we had these in America. I wish we didn't have so many pussies in this country. Fucking bullfighting would be awesome to go to. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, let's see, uh, Glass Joe from Punch-Out, read that. All right, now we got to move on. Got to move on. Um, I, I, I'm starting to really lose a lot of interest in this Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk fight. Uh, mainly because now Elon Musk says he arrived at Zuckerberg's mansion and that their fight is on if he answers the door. Musk says he walked up to the property at Palo Alto for a warm-up. He wanted to have a practice fight. What, what, what's a practice fight? You don't spar against your opponent. And I got to tell you, look, look, look here. As much as I want to see two nerds beat the shit out of each other, let's remember something. They're nerds. Okay? Nerds can't fight. If anybody. If anybody believes that Mark Zuckerberg actually won that first tournament he was in, y'all motherfuckers need to wake up. He didn't knock nobody out. He didn't choke nobody out. He won based on point system by judges that were most likely paid off since he is a billionaire because he wants to look like a tough guy. You see, that's the one thing, that's the one thing that their money can't buy. 
is street cred. It just can't. It just can't. We we know. We know. You went to Harvard, okay? We know you can't fight. We we already know, Mark. I mean, they got Jesse Eisenberg to play you in the movie. If they thought you could fight, they would have probably got Mark Wahlberg. And then Elon, he's on the spectrum, so you can't fuck with him because he's a special needs guy. Now, he might have some of that what they call retard strength. I don't know. But I'm just going to tell you right now, that fight is going to be terrible. That fight is going to be awful. I'm still going to watch it if it happens because there ain't going to be nothing better than watching a couple guys slap one another. I'd much rather watch a black girl fight in the hood. Much rather see that. I would much rather see what we saw in Montgomery, Alabama last week than these two fucking yahoos fight. So I, I, I've lost a lot of interest in this. Sex says, I want to see him in a cage fight. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that. Cage fight. By the way, WWE is going to have a cage fight with Trish Stratus and, and Becky Lynch. Ooh, a chick cage fight with no blood. Black girl hood fight involves wigs and wigs flying. Oh, yeah, and that's gold. And they throw some soup bones. They throw some potatoes. They throw haymakers in those fights. They're holding on by hair, and then they are swinging from their heels. That's a fight I want to watch. Watching non-trained fighters fight is fascinating to watch. You get a street fighter against a, a, cha- a, a real fighter, I'm going to take the street fighter nine times out of ten because he's going to hit you in the dick. Now, there was a video released yesterday. This chick is on, was on that show, The Orange is the New Black. She was that weird chick that was, like, on the drugs and didn't seem like she had no teeth. Her name is Taryn Manning. And she released this video yesterday, and it's, well, I mean, it's kind of puzzling. She was talking about an affair that she had with a married man. Um, I'm going to let her tell her what she did. Uh, I'm going to let her tell her story here. Quit. Don't need to go to the hood to see black girls fighting. Just go to the airport ticket desk. Very true. Very true. All right, here we go. So I had to pull over because I'm just like, I don't want to like cause crashes because I'm just so rooted right now. So. <laughs> she high? The man that I've been messing with is a married man and, and every night, well, for about three nights in a row, or even maybe there's a night in between, I was licking his butthole. Yep. Huh? Because he liked it. And I didn't mind doing it. Does that does that bother? Does, is that weird? Yeah. And that is what demons do. So I we drove all the way down to Newport Beach today so I could buy him a boat. <laughs> I was so in love so I thought so I could buy this gentleman a boat. 
and I and I brought cash to put a down payment down. Like I really loved him. I was like, yes, like we're into the same thing. Like we're kinky, blah blah blah. And his wife, because he's married, and I feel so bad because not, not I I can't stand her. <laughs> I can't stand her. Her his wife. Because she wasn't even like, wait, what? You've been messing with my man? She said, you lunatic, you get out of my life or I'll get an RO on you. <laughs> no, I'll put your ass in jail. Anyway, so I've been licking your man's butthole for weeks on end because... Hold on, let me... Let me. No, I'll put your ass in jail. Anyway, so I've been licking your man's butthole for weeks on end because he he likes it a lot and I do it to him and he comes to me and it happens. <laughs> and it's, that's a lot. I know it's a lot of information, but I'm the lunatic, right? Well, um, <laughs> ask family, she's asking you to play one of our games. You make the call. So, is this former star of Orange the New Black a lunatic for going online and posting this on Twitter? Talking about licking a married man's butthole. Is she the lunatic? Taco says she liked his balloon nut. Yeah, it sounds like it. The follow-up seminar to Do You Have a Butthole is Do You Like to Lick Butthole? Man, that's awesome. No, just high as fuck. No, she's on dope. Nut job. Ogre says, so she's single? Time for her agent to call uh, an audition. She made herself look like a fool. Now, I, I just have one thing to say. Um, she can hate the, 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 the wife all she wants to, but when she went to the wife and she wanted the wife to react the way she wanted to, I got to tell you, the wife reacted pretty much as I would think the wife would react, that you're a fucking lunatic. She didn't go, oh, wait a second. Are you the girl that's licking my man's butthole? Cause I, I, I find that disgusting and revolting and I'm so glad to meet you. Thank you for licking his butthole. Do you think that you could possibly buy him a boat? Maybe end our marriage. <laughs> the SAG strike has been hard on some people. Well, this gal's walking around just licking buttholes. Introduce her to Murphy. Can teach her how to act for the next upcoming role. Yes. I think I dated her mom years ago. Uh, this chick seems like she would burn your house down. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I think this married guy should take his family, his wife at least, and run for the hills. Who puts this video out? Did, did, does she not have, like, obviously she's not a big enough star, especially, you know, since she was only really on Orange is the New Black. Um... And she wasn't necessarily the star of that. Um, 
do you not have friends that look over your social media that know what kind of nut job you are? <laughs> Get her a job at Fresh Choice because she certainly knows how to toss the salad. Man, oh man. <laughs> I like buttholes because he liked it, and well, so did I. What's, what's the big deal? Well, the big deal is you're telling everybody. But hey, more power to you, gal. Now, if that story had somehow anything to do with this next story, I would be very excited to hear about it. But I'm not. Megan Fox, the lady who has big toes for thumbs, who, by the way, is uber hot. She's super duper hot. I don't care what anybody says. She has come out and said that she is going to reveal the secrets and sins of men in a book of poems called Pretty Boys Are Poisonous. Now, Megan, Megan, we don't don't need a poetry book from you. We need a pop-up book from you. That's what we need. I'd like a pop-up book from you. I believe I might have one of her uh, her poems here in front of me. States, through the years we've walked together, we have walked together as two souls. You only love me the most because I'm into licking buttholes. If that poem's in there, you're going to be on the bestseller. You're going to be on New York Times bestseller list. You say, "Oh wait, I've got another." Okay, I've got, I've got another one. Got another one here. You say you love me because I am full of grit and sass. Is it that, or because I put my tongue in your ass? Y'all didn't know I was this lyrical, did you? I may seem like a freak to some, but not to you when my tongue is in your bum. I could go on. I'm not going to, though. One more time. Uh, let's see. Um, when I'm licking your butthole, it makes my heart go pitter-pat. Just warn me the next time before you crap. Come on now. Come on. I should be given an award for fucking literature. Arnie's channeling his inner Nipsey Russell. Wow, Arnie, your words hit me like a wine bar so deep. So many call me a slut because I like to stick my tongue in your butt. Look at that, Cowboys girl. You're there. 
The stars are aligned and my life feels on track every time my tongue licks your crack. See? See, we can all do it. We can all do it. Oh, so Megan Fox's poetry book. I don't know when it comes out, nor do I care when it comes out. North Korea. Uh, we, we, we haven't visited that land in a while. Slides off limits to Ching Chongs. I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. Now, North Korea yesterday came out and said, No! They have banned women from wearing shorts in the latest crackdown on any behavior or practices deemed to be foreign or capitalist. No, you're Korea. Roses are red, violets are blue. Please don't shit in my mouth. <laughs> Is that a haiku? Wait, hold on a second here. Let, let, uh, you know what? Let, let's challenge myself, shall I? Haiku format. Okay. So it goes three lines, five syllables in the first, five in the seven in the second, and five in the third. Five in the first, okay. Uh... And then five in the third, okay. Here's my haiku for the day. <clears throat> you like to lick my butt because you can't get to yours. Tastes good, doesn't it? That's a mic drop right there. That is a fucking mic drop right there. I could go to any jazz poetry club in the city and read that, and I'll be getting people snapping like there's no tomorrow. Taryn Manning, a hot, clearly open-minded chick, lick my butthole now. Ralphie says, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I'm quite good at that. I think that's the second haiku I've ever written. So so North Korea is saying no to shorts for women, but men can still wear them. This is what I love about North Korea. They make no sense whatsoever. No sense whatsoever. No, you cannot wear shorts. No, you are fine. I don't know why it turned to Indian there. Uh, many women are complaining, asking why men can wear shorts and women can't. They're saying that the authorities are discriminating against them. You will be killed. If you question authority there, you will be killed. 
Much of the country's population regularly contends with famine, has little access to basic health care, and is consistently under the threat of punishment for the slightest transgression. You can't. You, you gotta wonder: Are people happy there? I don't think they are. I think it's weird. So if you're a gal and you're planning a trip to go to North Korea, Cowboys girl, this doesn't mean you. They'll let you do that there because even nature doesn't bother you. So don't worry about the rules of North Korea in case that's the big gift on the 50th birthday for Cowboys girl man is a trip to North Korea. I hope I'm not ruining anything. You can still wear shorts. Nothing will happen to you. Promise. Final story of this break. Um, we got to go, uh, whoa, wait, what happened to it? There it is. There it go. Uh, we, we, we got to go to China. No, no. Stop it. China's military claims to have a new laser that fires indefinitely without losing power or overheating. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Well, not if you're telling everybody about it. Research at the National University of Defense Technology in China claimed to have overcome the biggest challenge in making laser weapons overheating. Chinese reportedly developed a cooling system that blows gas through the weapon to push out heat to optimize the flow of the laser for a precision shooting. Now, does something like this bother me or want Well, yeah, it kind of does, but, but then I got to remember. Got to remember. That if it's built in China, it could have been built by the same people that put together Wish stuff, Wish.com stuff. If you've ever ordered anything from Wish.com, it never, ever looks as good as what's online. Never. It's terrible, it's awful, it's cheap. And it takes about six months to get to you. So I'm thinking that this, this laser, at most, might give you a tan. Maybe. We know, China, you tested it on the island of Maui. Who knows? Maybe, but wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be something? Wait, wait. Are there, oh, no, no. There it is. Ken Dog, you, you have, I haven't seen you yet. There is no just Ken. No, no, it's Ken Dog, yes. Because kids make it. Yeah, they got kids. They're just lining up. By the way, the U.S. military has installed lasers on our ships as well. I don't know if there's a problem with the overheating. I don't care. I just think it's cool that we're shooting lasers at people now. I mean, I think that's pretty fucking dope, if you ask me. Fucking, hey, lasers? My dad said that would never happen. Oh, this Star Wars shit, Arn. Stop watching that crap. Can't fight a war with laser beams. Okay, Dad. All right, phone number is 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can always hit me up on Mixler as well. 
1986, just about to turn 15, because it came out that summer. And I was a big fan of music already by then, and I knew the release date, and I went to Sound Warehouse over on Garland Road in Castellinda. Day it came out, bought a cassette of this. And at that time, I, I'm, you know, as 1986, part of the MTV generation, when you heard a band, usually you heard their one big hit or you knew their hits. And if it wasn't a greatest hits album, you didn't really go through the cassette too much look at listening to other stuff. But I remember when I got this cassette, I got home and I put my headphones on and put my little wannabe Walkman because we weren't didn't have enough money to have a Sony Walkman, so I had the, you know, store brand Walkman. And this was the first album that I listened to front to back. As second. Van Halen's 1984 was the first. But I remember listening to this, and I didn't know what my favorite song on the album was. I didn't know if it was Dreams. I didn't know if it was Summer Nights, or if I didn't know if it was Best of Both Worlds. But what I do know is at 5150, I'm a big David Lee Roth guy when it comes to Van Halen. I'm I'm a Dave guy. Back then. Now, today, Dave's a clown. I would rank this as one of the top three Van Halen's albums of all time. 5150. And that's me being a Dave guy. Van Halen 1 is probably going to be number one. 1984 is probably going to be number two. 5150, great fucking record. Good call, Panda. Now... Got another little story for you here, ass family. <clears throat> so as you know, I've started cooking a lot more. I find a lot of joy in my cooking. Today, I'm making something I've never done. But I've tried to do it in the air fryer, and I have failed miserably every single time in the air fryer when it comes to making chicken wings. Okay? I like chicken wings, but I don't want to go out and get them. 
get meteor ones at the grocery store, and I got all flats, all wings, no drums. I've been watching a lot more cooking channel because I like the competition shows. Sometimes it gives me some ideas, and I get to learn some things there. So last night I get these chicken wings, take them out, and I submerge them in buttermilk. I let them sit all night in buttermilk, get good and juicy and moist. Then I have my concoction, my cover-up, if you will, my breading. They're being breaded right now. And today, now, my parents never let me do this because, well, I'm not good with fire. Uh, we never deep-fried stuff growing up. We never had deep-fryer. My mom never used the, the skillet to, to deep-fry stuff. She just didn't. I don't think she liked deep-fried food, and my dad couldn't care less because if it didn't taste like alcohol for a while, he didn't care. Totally agree with that ranking. Thank you, Panda. Yeah, it's pretty. That, that one, I mean, and Van Halen won in 1984 could flip-flop, too. I, I, I'm just saying. Well, 1984 is a great record. Saw a native Hawaiian lady complaining about tourists coming to swim in the state's waters where people died three days ago. Is she upset that people are moving on or eat out because someone played Adele's set to fire rain? God damn it. You got me with the Adele thing in the middle of my damn story. Jesus, people. Now, Brad, you don't get ahead of me. Hello. Yes, hello. It's me. Hi, I'm Michael Thera. Hi. I was wondering if after all like these years you. you'd like to meet. I'd like to meet you because I'm Michael Thera. So we never deep fried anything, so I never, ever had any confidence in it, never, ever did it. And bratty kids started showing me how to do things, and, and we got one of the, we got a big old fancy, what they call that, Dutch oven things. She got it from La Croissant or whatever that place is called, La Croissant, whatever it is. Put some oil in there, and we're gonna, I'm going to actually make fried chicken today, fried chicken wings today. I'm very excited about it. She says, I'm not allowed, I am not allowed to play with fire. My favorite dessert is creme brulee. We were at Sam's Club a couple weeks ago, and I saw some creme brulee for sales, like individual cups. I'm like, oh, my God, all I got to do is put sugar on top of that and just fucking torch it. And she goes, you can't have it because you can't play with the torch. No, Kale, I'm not doing the water bath before dip, dipping them in the fryer. I have seen that. I, I, I've seen that talked about, but no, I'm not going to try that this time. Oh, they're all battered up. They're ready to go. I'm excited about this. But it also reminded me the other day we were shopping. Braddy Kid <clears throat> and I were shopping. Now, we had to get we had to get some necessary items for the house. So, some things that you don't think about usually. I had to get ketchup. Because, see, uh, a few months ago, about six months ago, we went to either Costco or Sam's, and they had Heinz on, say, it was organic. I didn't care. Whatever. You get three big old tubs of that shit, right? Three big old deals of that. Well, when you got two people that live in the house that have taste buds, or, or palettes that are that of a four-year-old, and I'm not talking about Braddy or myself, who seem to cook things until they are done, 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 done. You, you got to use a little bit of ketchup. So we got three big old bottles of ketchup like six months ago. 
out now. I was kind of flabbergasted by that. Um, so uh, we, 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 we don't have any ketchup at the house right now. V. Coop. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just fuck meetings, chewed up all my mornings, but now I can catch the last 45 minutes. So the food is cooked like a baby in the back seat. Yes. <laughs> That's the way I want you to order a steak in a restaurant. Uh, use WD-40 on our hands to make fire hands. We burned ants with magnifying glasses. We play with fire, and we don't burn things down. Well, I, I, I can't really make that claim. But we're moving on from the fire now. So we're in the grocery store together. And I'm getting all the things I need to get. She's getting all the stuff she's got to get. And she goes, we got to get ketchup. I said, okay, good. Because I, I like ketchup. Don't get me wrong. I like ketchup on shit. I don't know how anybody can eat fries or tater tots without ketchup. That's just, that don't make any sense to me. So we go down the ketchup. We get to the Heinz. We get to the big bottle of Heinz. You know how much fucking Heinz ketchup is now? Heinz ketchup is $10 a bottle. It's ketchup. Really kid said, I ain't paying no $10 for ketchup, which I have zero problem with. I have zero problem at all with her saying, I am not paying $10 for ketchup. I think it's ridiculous. We can go to Sam's or we can go to Costco and get Heinz ketchup for a lot cheaper. So no problem there. But then, out of nowhere. And you see, this is what I blame it on. Braddy Kid was on vacation last week, so her mind wasn't that sharp. Braddy Kid had, I don't know, a senior moment, or or she had a moment of non-clarity, and all of a sudden this happened. She picked up generic ketchup. And I looked at her, and I said, no. I looked at her, I said, I don't know what is wrong with your brain right now. I don't know if it's because you've been off of work for two weeks, but you need to reprogram yourself, young lady, because this family is not a generic ketchup family. No. And by the way, by the way, let me just tell you real quick, all you people that want to say, Ketchup's the same. Um, yes! Yes! Fuck you, too! No, it ain't. No, it ain't. Ketchup ain't the same. Store brand ketchup, S-U-C-K-S, sucks. And by the way, don't try to come around this yard with that bullshit hunts. Hunts ain't the same. Generic ketchup, did you? Oh, we did not buy that. Fred? Fred, how dare you think that we bought generic ketchup? Generic ketchup. Mm-mm. Mayo's over $6 a bottle. That's insanity. It's egg whites and vinegar. It's like buying generic mustard, which she did, and I was like, oh, this is terrible. Until we finally got some French's. 
That's a big no-no in my house. Ketchup has to be Heinz. Mayo has to be best foods. My wife will lose her fucking mind. This is why you have a keeper, stink fist, because she's absolutely positively correct. Only time you get anything but Heinz is for office parties or somewhere it's not for you. Yes. If you're invited to a backyard barbecue, take all the generic ketchup you want. My house, Heinz. Those people know ketchup. They know ketchup so well they were able to build a fucking football stadium for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, the fine folks at Heinz, they don't know shit about mustard or relish, but they seem to fucking want to put their hands in there. Relish, you go to Vlasic. Mustard, you go to French's. The end. Generic ketchup. Best food's the only mayo uh, and I can buy it at Costco. Yellow mustard is mustard. No, it's not. You buy Heinz, you're giving money to John Kerry. I go with Del Monte. I'd really give money to John Kerry. I don't care. I don't care. I have grown up with Heinz ketchup. Look, look, look. You know I love Whataburger here in Texas. You know the one thing at Whataburger I fucking hate is their fancy ketchup because it tastes like shit. Vlasic does make a good dill relish. No, you got to go with the sweet relish. That that dill shit's fucking for the birds, but you're right because it's Vlasic. See, you got to go with who knows what the stuff is. I just got some Louisiana brand tartar sauce because I, I bought these uh, these lobster. They're not, they, you know how you get like crab cakes and things? So they have lobster cakes. I bought those at the store the other day. They weren't bad. I mean, you like heat them up for like 20 minutes. You eat them. And it comes with some dipping sauce. That dipping sauce ain't no good. You fucking use tartar sauce. Uh, let's see. Use Arby sauce. Arby sauce. Arby sauce is some weird. Con- I, I still haven't figured out what Arby sauce is. And by the way, there's two different Arby sauces. Hear me out here. Y'all been to Arby's, right? You get a beef and cheddar, okay? Whenever you get a beef and cheddar, the next time you get a beef and cheddar, just eat it without putting extra Arby sauce on it. And you're going to notice something. The Arby sauce in the back, the shit that's fresh, the shit that's on tap is so much sweeter and better than the shit they have in packets or the shit that you, you press down the thing into the little paper cup. There's a difference in Arby sauce. Oh, I've tasted it. Mm-hmm. My palate, when it comes to fast food and shit, my palate is fucking on fire. <laughs> that's, not called, that's not Arby sauce. That's called Red Ranch. Wait, y'all don't steal it from a restaurant after you eat? Oh, I used to. Arby sauce? Oh, yeah. Arby sauce, you used to take the containers home. See, that was back in the day, though, when the Arby sauce matched what was in front and back. Just telling you right now, there's a difference. They'll try to say, oh, there's no difference. There's a difference. Mark my damn words. Now, speaking of eating. There's a dish that I've wanted to try for a long, long, long time. But there's only one person I want to cook it, or at least at his restaurants, and that's Gordon Ramsay, and that is a beef wellington. 
I do not have the patience to make a beef wellington. I just don't. Okay, I barely have the patience to make a full meatloaf. If you order on the app, the sauce option is called Red Ranch. Well, that's weird. So if you don't know what beef wellington is, so you, you get a, a filet, and you put that in the middle of like uh, like this puff pastry, and then this concoction of lots and lots of mushrooms, which I'm going to have an issue with all the mushrooms. I don't mind mushrooms, but too many mushrooms, that's a little much, a little too earthy of a flavor. You got to chop them up real, real fine, and you cover the, the, the meat with it, and then you, 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 you roll it in puff pastry, and then you bake it. I'd like to get that. I'd like to try it at a restaurant maybe sometime. But not at this restaurant in Victoria, British Columbia. Now, every once in a while, your spidey senses will go off. Yesterday, my spidey senses went off. We were driving. um, The truck has had to have some repairs done to it, thanks to some idiot that works at the store that ran into the truck, and we had to finally get the clear coat put on it yesterday or this weekend. (coughs) So we were picking up the truck yesterday. And it's in Greenville, Texas, which is about 10 miles north of us, 10, 20 miles north of us. So we're driving up there, and I noticed there's a restaurant on the side. I hate mustard. That on steak makes me cringe. Yeah, see, and, and that's what they use as a binding agent. The mustard is supposed to cook out, but I'm sure it'll you'll still flavor it. Um, I saw this restaurant yesterday driving up to, to Greenville, and I, I said to myself, Self, this is a restaurant that I will never eat at. The name of the restaurant was Seafood and Burgers. Now, I won't eat there because Seafood and Burgers, if that's a restaurant that's like, I don't know, on a river or on an ocean, I might think about it. But if it's in landlocked Greenville, fucking Texas, or we ain't even close to lakes, I'm not going to be going into Seafood and Burgers. Well, these people in Victoria, British Columbia, went into their equivalent of seafood and burgers. Oh, wow, this was a religious family. Pastor Ian Wilkinson, his wife and her sister and husband, Don, were invited over to lunch as a part of a mediation gathering to discuss Miss Patterson's relationship with her estranged husband, Simon, who pulled out at the last minute. Everybody showed up. Well, this wasn't at a restaurant? Um, Oh, oh, this is, oh, oh, holy shit. I'm sorry. This had nothing to do with a restaurant, which is fantastic. This was just a family lunch. Hey, we're going to have some beef wellington. Well, here's the problem. The lone survivor of Aaron Patterson, that's the wife, she decided to make the beef wellington, and instead of using regular mushrooms, she, in fact, used poisonous mushrooms. (laughs) 
four of the people were uh, uh, were 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 poisoned. Three have died. Her ex-husband missed the killer lunch. So the main person that she was going after, she didn't get because she made poisonous. Now I, I'm I'm never gonna eat beef Wellington again. I'm never even going to try it now. Now that there's a chance that you can put poisonous mushrooms on there. Pastor Wilkinson is expected to need an urgent liver transplant and likely also suffered major damage to his kidneys. Um... Aaron has given her first detailed account of the feel, uh, fatal meal in a lengthy written statement. She had early given no comment. She has now revealed that she became unwell after eating the meal, and while she was in the hospital, her ex accused her of poisoning his parents. She said she was discussing the food hydrator, and she used a prayer of the meal. Is that what you use to poison them? Oh, here we go. Oh, they, oh, they have it if on video. If you are type here 2 we go. and oh, ought to be good. Foreman, well. Shut up. You in this video. Here she is getting out of the car. She didn't need any of it. She told them. God damn. That is an evil woman. She poisoned her husband and her former in-laws with beef wellington. Yes, Braddy Kid, that is a killer meal. Holy shit. Man, you think you're excited. Oh, my gosh. She's making beef wellington. Can you imagine that? Like you're driving over there. Oh, crikey. I guess this is in Australia. Oh, it is. Melbourne. Oh, crikey. She's going to be making a Wellington. Oh, I've never had a Wellington. I can't wait to try. Two hours later, dead. Organ shutting down, dead. Because says, I bet she's wearing a Chris Benoit shirt. Chris Benoit's her favorite wrestler. Good God. That is fucking evil. <laughs> oh, honey, what are you going to make for lunch that day? Beef Wellington. Oh, my. Christ. He's doing the Beef Wellington dance in the kitchen. We're going to have Beef Wellington. We're going to have Beef Wellington. She's just sitting over there sharpening the knives. Yep. <laughs> You're going to get it, motherfucker. By the way, didn't it, didn't, didn't, quick question here. Hold on a second. We got to stop. Now, when she serves a plate to her husband and then to former 
mama and daddy-in-law. Does she have a sandwich or something? Like, like you're sitting there and like, okay, Beef Wellington for you, Beef Wellington for you, Beef Wellington for you, but I am going to have, I'm going to have my Herbalife shake. Lose weight now, ask me how. Wouldn't you find that a little weird? Wait a second. She made the meal and she's not eating it. Hmm. Did she use garden or black market mushrooms? I was like, what the fuck? I mean, seriously, you're sitting there going, ugh. Is that a Slim Fast shake you're drinking? She had the veal. This is the <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Hold on, I've got the perfect line. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God damn it. Uh, go here. Uh, this is the perfect line. I wish I would have had this earlier. Oh, God damn it. And the co-pilot had fish. What did the navigator have? He had fish. All right. Now we know what we're up against. Every passenger on this plane will have fish for dinner. We'll become violently ill in the next half hour. Just how serious is it, Doctor? Extremely serious. It starts with a slight fever, dryness of the throat. As the virus penetrates red blood cells, the victim becomes dizzy. Because we experience an itching, a rash. From there, the poison goes to work on the central nervous system, causing severe muscle spasms, followed by the inevitable drooling. At this point, the entire digestive system collapses, accompanied by uncontrollable flatulence, until finally the poor bastard is reduced to a quivering, wasted piece of jelly. Oh, my God. That's not dead. That's not the scene I wanted. God damn it. That's where he's... They asked him, "What'd you? What were tonight's choices? The chicken or the fish?" Ah, oh, I had the lasagna. God damn it! <laughs> All right, we had a we had a little incident happen in Russia recently. By the way, isn't it cool to see all the people partying on the Ukraine beaches right now, while they're in the midst of a war? I digress, though. Or Wellington is to die for. <laughs> Horrifying footage. Oh, goodness. Oh, hell yeah. Shows Daria Luzaflak plunging her to her death in Pattaya City. Her Russian boyfriend, Oyop Nabahi Feder, was arrested at the scene. The girlfriend dropped to her death after dangling upside down from a seventh floor hotel window in Thailand. Man. Let's see if I can see this. Warning, the following video contains images that might be upsetting. I'm counting on it. Okay, I can see her hanging up there. I can see her hanging. Come on, Joe. She's hanging. I don't know why she's hanging up there. Oh, wait. No. Now they're arresting the boyfriend. They ain't going to show the damn fall. Come on, show the fall. They got him, they got him cuffed and stuffed in the back of a, a police truck. You got dirty-ass feet there, sir. Okay. There's the room. Okay, all kinds of broken shit in the room. 
So he hung her out the window and dropped her? Good God Almighty. Boy, that's being mad right there. That is being mad. Who's her boyfriend, Shook Knight? Oh, good Lord. That's bad. I mean, they're broken up now, right? No, no, he's Russian. Major isn't going to know what he said. He was yelling in Russian. It just happened in Thailand. Do we have any Russians on the show that can decipher what he said? Do we have an official Ruski? I know we got an official Indian in Stackar, an official Asian fella who speaks ornamental. He Putined her. She probably said, I dare you to drop me, so he had to. Yeah, that is true. I mean, if he's living by the rules, he's hanging her out the window by her ankle. Oh, he's got a beat-up face. Now, I don't know if that was the Thai police that did some kung fu on him or whatever, or if that was her. But, I mean, she's like, oh, yeah, Vladimir, you drop me now. I dare you. I mean, you, you got to live up to And if she double-dog dared him? Now, I'm not a legal expert. I know everybody finds that hard to believe. Um, but is that something that could be used in a defense in court? Your Honor, yes, you have me on video robbing the store. Yes, you have me brandishing a weapon on video robbing the store. But what you don't know, Your Honor, and members of the jury, I was double dog dared. <gasps> you you would hear a gasp in the courtroom. Please let me one day be called in to be a, a lawyer. That will be my defense. He was dared, Your Honor. He, your Honor. Your Honor, he was double dog dared. There's nothing he could do. His hands are tied. Well, I'm going to tell you this right now. That defense, that, that one could get me some commercials in Texas. I could be joining the Law Hawk. I could be joining Jim Adler. I can yell. Let's see, he's the hammer, the hawk. We've got Ryan the lion. We've, there, there's a legal dog here. Oh, you know, oh, I, oh, 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 man. I'm going to tell you this right now. This is where we're going. This is going to be my legal company that I own, uh, Arnie States Esquire. Y'all ready for this? I am the legal sensei. Yeah, that's right. I am the 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 law the law the sensei of the law. I walk into court in this place. I want to be ninja. I want to jump, 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 jump down, take jump down to Chinatown. I want to be ninja. Law sensei, hiya!
You see that board? That board's the, the, the people you're suing. Hi-ya! Break the board. Oh, I'm going to make millions. I'm going to have commercials that run ju- during Judge Judy. I am the legal sensei. Hi-ya! I hope y'all find this as funny as I do. Oh, I would make those commercials so fucking so bad. Because all these commercials have like the 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 legal team, the 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 I don't know what they're called, but the girls that run the office. All of mine would be dressed up as geishas in the commercial. In Denver, we have Frank Azar, the strong arm. I think it's funny because I thought strong arming people was wrong. If you appeal, it goes to a high court. Oh, I love I, I love all the legal nicknames for these guys. Ryan the Lion. Does the judge have to refer to him as the Lion? Is that his legal name? The Law Bull of the Woods. No, see the bullet would that be that'd be too that that commercial would be too hard to make. I like the the sensei of the law, and it can show me doing like roundhouse kicks to like you know the Second Amendment. People want to get rid of the Second Amendment. Hiya! Oh, oh, let's go further down this rabbit hole, shall we? When I kick or when I kick or break a board. The old Batman TV show, Pow and Whoop, come up there. But they say, like, Chop and Hi-Ya. They also have a few law tigers for motorcycle lawyers. Oh, it's the best. But there are no senseis of the law like Arnie States. I have been trained by watching massive amounts of law and order. See, and I'd want to be able to use this bed, uh, but I, I, I don't think that I'd be able. I, I think that they would probably say no to. Yeah, I probably can't do that one. You're handing out bonsai trees as well. That's your free gift. If we win your case, I'm sorry, when we high y'all your case into submission, you will also receive a bonsai tree. Now, granted, I get two-thirds of your settlement, but that's what the sensei of the law gets. If you go that route, you need American flag pants like Rex from Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, I'm just going to tell you this right now. I, I wish I was smart enough to be a lawyer and because I would do that. I would open up a practice just to do the commercials. Just to do the commercials, man. I would have so many bruises on my forehead from when the ambulance stops too soon. It would be Unbelievable. Sensei of the law, Arnie States here. Hiya. That's how I greet people. Hiya. Lots of bowing. Maybe in my office we have we we, we I I don't know we have a big we have a big gong. You win your case, you get to hit the gong, and then you get your bonsai tree. Major leaving any stereotypes out. 
your fortune cookie. Every fortune cookie is, you're a winner with the sensei of law. Hi-ya. Did you hire the guy from Cobra Kai, Creasy, to announce you? Oh, that'd be badass. John Crease. I will take on the law hawk. Your hawk style is no match for my hi-ya! I don't know what made me think of this. I don't know how my brain works sometimes. I'm sorry. Sensei of the law. Man, see, I could see that sparking into a TV show. Maybe that's where it's better fit. Sensei of the law. We could do an animated show. I'm just spitballing right now. I show up to court. My, my animated figure shows up to court. I'm asking questions, and all of a sudden, the opposing fucking counsel, objection. Objection is met, met with extreme prejudice. Roundhouse! Hi-ya! Assaulting another lawyer in court. Oh, God damn it. I'm sorry. If that wasn't funny, I'm sorry. The old joke about how Chinese people get their names, something about throwing their baby at a bell and the sound it makes their name. Hell, we'll name your children for you. God damn it. Oh, you know what I specialize in? Asian car accidents. Are you Asian? Did you get in a car accident and it's not your fault according to you? Well, come see the sensei of the law. Hi-ya! Better not get in my face, Judge. I will roundhouse your ass. Bobby Lee could be my assistant. I like Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee's pretty damn funny. All right. Now we got we, we to gotta move... Uh, Move continents here. We got to go from Australia, where ladies killing people with uh, beef Wellingtons, and now we got to go to Italy. Ah, scusi, babbita boopy, kikosa, babbita boopy, babbita boopy, babbita babbita, boopy babba, boopy baby, boopy babba, baby babba. Tu sei un pazzo, va bene da qui. Sono stanco di te. Okay, we know we're in Italy, for God's sakes. Big Coop says, did you drive on the wrong side of the road? See, you'll have to do that one fast because racism being that ad. Did you drive on the wrong side of the road? People will be like, wait a second, did he just say the wrong side of the road? You'll look like Steven Seagal and Torgy. <laughs> did you pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for your kid to be a doctor and he does TikTok videos? Hi-ya! We sue him for you. After we beat him down. All right, a woman in Italy, Venice, as a matter of fact, following an argument between her and her husband over the custody of their daughter or ex-husband. The two are both foreign nationals living in Italy, have been uh, separated for some time. 
They're said to have met in a woman's home in order to seek an agreement on management. Oh, now, now, see, that sounds like you're doing an adult thing. You're meeting each other. You're saying, hey, let's figure this out for the kids. Well, wouldn't you know? Wouldn't you know an argument took place? Now, after the argument happened, the ex-husband tried to make peace By having sex with her. Hug, honey, I, I know you're mad right now, but how about some cock? Note to all of my younger fans out there, male especially, because, see, I, I get to deal with a lot of, I, I get to see a, a, a young man occasionally that lives in the house and, and not, very, not very weary of the world. So if I can ever impart any kind of wisdom, if you ever get into a fight with your girlfriend, and it's probably over something you said or did, you don't get to offer sex. No, 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 no. See, that, that, that's on her. You don't get to say, hey, now that we've got done arguing, how about you take a little of the uh, old stromboli here? Well, she refused. He was not happy about because he's worked up. So he pushed her, allegedly, into some furniture. Now, this is where things get bad. The woman then responded by brandishing a knife. This is not good. And she cut off his penis. Holy shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! Oh, man. She summoned her inner, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, the Bobbit chick. Lorena. She summoned her Lorena Bobbit, and she cut his wiener off. Police showed up. Ambulance showed up. The pair was taken to the hospital. The man was said to have had his penis successfully reattached. I imagine she's got a slew of charges against her. Charge number one, you don't cut off a dude's ding-dong. No. No, 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 no. Do we, we actually, we have their argument? Okay, well, well, how did it sound? Ah, uh, scoozy. Babbity-boopy. Get calls, huh? Babbity-boopy. Babbity-boopy-babbity-babbity-babbity-babbity-babbity-babbity. He was Italian, so you can't really blame him for, you know, offering sex. Like when you call your hard wife a hard R and she throws you into a wine rack when you ask for sex. Christopher says she whacked him off. <laughs> Christopher, how are you, my friend? How's it going, brother? Uh, he might as well transition. No shit, he's halfway there. That's just rude. You know what? Once again, this is a, this is a show for learning. So I, I, I'm going to let you in on something. This is for men and women out there. Cutting off a man's penis is rude. There you go. There you go. You didn't know that before, did you? You thought it was all honky dory, thanks to Lorraine Baba. It's not. Cutting it, look, look, a lot of dudes deserve it. And if you want to make that a series of punishments for, for the, the, the legal crew, that's fine. 
But if you cut off a man's wiener, ain't cool. We got all that clear now? All right. Now, the next two stories are mind-baffling. One story you're not going to be shocked at. First one is from California, South L.A. Mom, she's in her house. She walked into her son's room about 1 in the morning. Now, she walked in there not because she heard him, like, tossing off or anything like that. She walked in there because there was a, a distinct smell of gas. Not good gas either. She walked in there. And the mom, well, the mom freaked out a little bit because uh, her son, who lived at the house with the mom, actually found a a 20-year-old woman dead, of course, yes, dead, uh, wrapped in plastic. She was pronounced dead by on the spot by paramedics. Well, yeah, the smell and being wrapped in plastic might do that to you. Uh, no telling how long the woman had been in the room. She hasn't been identified yet and no cause of death. Police are seeking the woman's son who's been identified as 26-year-old. Do you think that she walked in there and she was waiting to say, wait till your father gets home? Well, that's something you just don't want to walk into. I mean, it, Is that worse than walking in on your son beating off? Or your daughter flicking her bean? You walk in, and there's a body in the room, and it's wrapped in plastic. You have never been more popular at Bridge Club. I mean, people are waiting for you to get there. Whatever kind of social settings you're in, people want to talk to you. Now, granted, you're probably ashamed, embarrassed over this. Let me help you. Don't be. You didn't do it, and now you can talk all kinds of shit. Boy, I knew there was something wrong with that fucking kid. The minute he popped out of me, I knew that kid was evil. See, you got to go down that road. You got to throw this kid down the shit bus. What kind of mother does not help her son dispose of a body? Right, Ralphie? Seriously. Um, evidence of a murder? Yes, that's worse. Okay, all right. So that's worse, Scott, than, than walking in on a, a masturbating teen? Hey, I just wanted to clear it up. Just wanted to clear it up. It was a, it was a fair question. Okay, once again, Scott, since... Yes, it's far worse. Now I gotta hide the dead body. Okay, Donald Scott, since you guys are playing along here. What would be worse? Walking into your kid's room, and there's a dead body wrapped in plastic. Walking in. Oh, this is gonna be this is fucking so twisted. Walking in, watching your daughter peg your husband. Which one's worse? Dead body, daughter anally violating father. 
Which one's worse? Like I said, I don't know how my brain works. I mean, that is horrendous right there. That's probably one of the worst things I've ever said on this show, and I apologize for it. But I have to ask. I mean, I, I got I to gotta know how bad things are. Dead body in plastic. Daughter all but raping the father. Ralphie says daughter, husband, 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was the murder justified? I do not know. See, see, KO, you can't ask those questions. I appreciate you trying. See, this is one of those things. You don't get to ask questions. You just have to answer. This is like when Judge Judy asks a yes or no question, and somebody says, Han. She goes, Han's not a question. It's a yes or no question. So which one's worse? Dead body, I don't want to be charged as an accessory. Okay, all right. So what you're saying, Scott, is that you would rather see daughter raping a father. Okay. I think that's just weird, but hey, you know, I'm not judging you. Jesus, Arnie, how'd you make that leap? Well, that's what's called talent, my friend. Uh, All but raping the husband, El Mayo. Good Lord. And our final story today. Ask family, I'm sorry. If I went too far with that, I apologize. I mean, I do, but I don't. Because there's no way I could have ever said that on the air. See, that's why I love doing this show so much. There's so much I can ask and do on this show that I could never have done on radio. Scott says, no, neither, damn it. All right. Here we go. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Oh, and it involves a woman with a neck tattoo. We may have found the queen of Florida, people, and her name is Nicole Mix. She's 35 years old. She was arrested recently. Shocking. I can't I can't stop laughing at this. Um She was arrested and uh, and charged in a premeditated first degree murder death of 79-year-old Michael Sarah Michael Sarah solely. Oh, Michael Sarah Michael Sarah Soli. I'm I'm Michael Sarah. I'm okay. I was not killed, and I'm not 79. Michael Sarah Soli. Firefighters were called to a smoldering home on the 600 block of Clark Street. Clothes on the second floor had been set on fire. After quickly extinguishing the flames, first responders found... Sarah Soli lying face down in a blood-spattered room. He had suffered blunt force trauma to the head and stab wounds to the torso. The landlord, who was allowed to live, told police that Max was his other tenant, but the woman was nowhere to be found. 
Two cell phones were recovered by the 79-year-old corpse. One belonged to the victim, while the other, which had a bloodied knife balanced on top of it, belongs to her. Two hours later. Now, this is where the stupidity begins and ends. You're sitting there going, wait a second, Arnie, this is not a great story. Why did you save this for last? Come along on the ride, kids. Less than two hours later, she was spotted barefoot with blood on her leg in a ripped shirt outside a Crystal's restaurant, which is the southern version of White Castle. When they approached, she dropped a knife and a hammer at at the police's feet. They asked her where she lived. She pointed out right over there by a nearby pawn shop. She denied knowing Mr. Sarah Soli. When press police said she conceded that she knew the man but denied seeing him on the day he was murdered, she shifted again, lied again, tell police she currently lived with Ciceroli and was at their home earlier that day. They entered Ciceroli's bedroom only to find a set of foot, uh, uh, only set foot on the second floor and shared an apartment to feed her spiders. She became agitated and demanded a lawyer. Then, <laughs> she asked for a can of Diet Mountain Dew. Now, 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 this is where you, you can see the gals had a long day. She killed a 79-year-old, allegedly, bludgeoned him to death with a hammer and a knife, and then had to walk all the way to Crystal's barefoot. Crystal's probably doesn't have Diet Mountain Dew on tap. So she had to eat like these little bitty burgers and she didn't have anything to wash it down so she might be pretty thirsty. She started to procrastinate with the drink and detectives detectives tried to take the can away from her. That's when she started to resist. And then poured the can of soda all over her body in an attempt to scrub forensic evidence from her body. (laughs) So do it. My mama taught me this. You see, you got to get Diet Mountain Dew. And if you're covered in blood... And like other DNA kind of stuff. You just pour the Diet Mountain Dew on you and it just all goes away. <sighs> now, indicate uh, Suricose, a component in artificial sweeteners including Splenda, which is found in Diet Mountain Dew and other sodas, can break down genetic material that makes up DNA. But I would imagine you got to use a whole lot of it. So if you're fixing to commit a crime, do not pour Splenda on your body. And whatever you do, if you go and ask for Diet Mountain Dew at a police station, they're already ahead of you. I wish I could have been there to see that. This reminds me of an old joke, and I'll end the show with this joke. We used to always tell it this way. You had a Longhorn, a Texas Tech Red Raider, and an Aggie. Aggies were, Aggie jokes are the best because we all make fun of them. These are like the Polish jokes of Texas. 
So the Aggie, the Red Raider, and the, the Longhorn, they're captured. But it, it, they, they, they're, they're cruising down the Nile, and they're captured by uh, an indigenous company or an indigenous group that somehow does speak English. And the leader of this group says, what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to cut you up and we're going to use your skin to make boats. And we're going to eat your innards. CSI team is stymied. They must have used Diet Mountain Dew to cleanse the <laughs> So, they, But they give them a last request. And they're going to burn them alive. So the Longhorn, they ask him, they go, what would you, uh, what, what's your last request? He, he says, you know what, I want a knife. He goes, okay. So he takes the knife, he slits, slits his own throat because he doesn't want to burn to death. Okay. So they keep him. They're still going to use his, his skin to make a canoe out of it. Red Raider gets up there. Red Raider says, uh, what, what would you like? And he says, a knife. They know what he's going to do. Slice his throat. Kills himself. Then there's the Aggie. They ask the Aggie, what's your last request? He says, a fork. They all kind of look at him like, you want a fork? Why do you want a fork? Okay, well, hold on a second. So they give him a fork. And he starts poking holes in his body. He goes, you ain't going to make a canoe out of my skin, motherfuckers. All right, that does it for us today, as family. I know it's a lame, terrible, old joke, but I don't care. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Tomorrow, hump day, listener mail day. You still got time to get listener mail in to ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Get it in for me tomorrow. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, as family, have a wonderful Tuesday, and adios, everybody. Uh- This modern world when two lovers get together chances of them ever making it to forever couldn't be better than two in a million hearts girl this ain't just another run of the mill emotion what i'm feeling is a definition of devotion my love for you is true Sun coming up each morning, bright as the light and a baby's smile. Sure as a mountain river wagon, bright as the rain falling from the sky. Girl, my love for you is true. earth can be borrowed so there's no way to know when I'll live my last tomorrow but every day I get I'll share with you this feeling just keeps getting stronger as the time goes by it's written on my face you can see it in my eyes 
is outside waiting to arrest him.